Welcome back to Word of God. We are three English majors who have set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old-time fan. My pronouns are V, Vim, or It's, and you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ash, man. I'm Emma, the latecomer. I use she, her, and they, them pronouns. You can follow me on Tumblr at LazarusEmma. I'm Wyatt, the newcomer. I use he, him pronouns. You can follow me on Twitter at TuppleThrones. And you can follow the show on Twitter, Tumblr, and on TikTok at Word of Godcast. My my favorite thing about this intro that I have just realized is like I have this like soft professional radio voice when I'm like reading something and then the moment we actually start going off live I'm like way too loud. This is the autism. It is. I'm just it, loud it, it all literally the time. is. You guys are still reading your intros out? No. I've had mine memorized for a month. Yeah, but it's like it's the same it's the cadence You're of reading it out. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's it's different. Anyway, um, today we are talking about episodes, uh, season four, episodes five and six, Monster Movie, and uh, Yellow Fever, side-eyeing that mm-hmm. name. <laughs> um, uh, content warnings for these episodes will include... Content warnings for this episode include alcoholism, sexual pressure, drugging, attempted child murder, ableism, orientalism, dragging, murder, and gruesome death. If you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our ask box on Tumblr or send an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. Um, okay, I guess let's just let's just jump right into things. Mm-hmm. Um we're starting with a good episode though. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> All right. Episode five, Monster Movie by Ben mm, by Ben Edland. Bedland. Hell yeah. Bedland. Yeah, that's the thing. I was gonna say Bedland, and it's like I should just I should say his name properly. <laughs> All right. So we start the episode in black and white with old-timey credits, which is very fun, and I was immediately here for that. Uh, there is spooky music as the boys are driving down a stormy, winding night road, and it turns out to be diegetic, and Dean turns it off, which is funny. There's going to be a lot of gags like that going forward. Uh, they talk about hunting a vampire, which feels weird to Sam because the world's ending. Um, they are going to Oktoberfest in some like small town in Pennsylvania. Uh, they talked to a cop who they had called ahead about a dead body with a vampire bite. Uh, there's stuff about this actor who plays this cop that we'll come back to. Uh, just just wait for that. Um, there was a witness to all this named Ed Brewer, uh, but the cop says he's unreliable. The boys go speak to him anyway at a bar, and he sure is a character. Um, he apparently <laughs> saw the dead woman being drained in the park by a literal Dracula. The red cape, the accent, the works. Uh, also, the whole time, Dean flirts endlessly with a woman named Jamie, who works at the bar with her friend Lucy. Both of these characters will be important. Uh, we cut to a couple making out on a soundstage covered in dry ice. I mean, the woods. Uh, and the man <laughs> of the two, who is the worst, gets grabbed by a wolf man. Uh, it's very good. Like, they've... I say soundstage because they've made the set very intentionally, like, old-timey movie. Like, it's extremely fake-looking on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. It's very corny. I love um, it. We cut again to Dean and Sam talking to the woman whose boyfriend got eight. Uh, she's telling them it was a werewolf uh, and the cool kind, not the lame supernatural human with some extra makeup vibes. Um, the boys investigate the body and the heart still in one piece, though, so it wasn't a werewolf, but there is canine teeth and wolf hair involved. Uh, Dean is also informed by Jamie that she gets off at midnight. Wink. Uh, meanwhile, at the local Museum of American History, they get a mysterious delivery, a sarcophagus. Predictably, it opens up and the security guard gets killed by a mummy. Uh, the boys so investigate good. and discover it's very good. Yeah. 
Uh, they discovered that the sarcophagus is from a special effects shop, and there was literal dry ice inside. Uh, Dean's late for his date with Jamie and hurries off. We cut to her, waiting for Dean, and then she encounters the Dracula. Uh, he's very good. He calls her Mina. Uh, she pepper sprays him, and he drops his accent for a second, and then Dean shows up and starts <laughs> fighting him. Uh, the Dracula calls him Harker. Dean rips his ear off. Uh, the Dracula flees, jumping a fence and driving away on a moped. It's very it's funny. It's so fucking good. Uh, and then we get an intermission and come back on Sam, Dean, and Jamie talking in the bar at night. The ear he ripped off is starting to melt, which we would all recognize as being a thing that happens to shifters. Um, so now they know what's up. Uh, Sam explains the plot of Dracula. It's like, oh, he thinks you're Mina, so he's like fixated on you. He's going to come back for you, Jamie. Um... Dean asks if anyone in town might be similarly fixated, and she says Ed, the guy from earlier, who also happens to be the projectionist at the local movie theater. Sam goes after Ed, and Dean stays to look after Jamie. Uh, Jamie and Dean talk about the themes of the show. She thinks his monster hunting is pretty cool, and they start making out, but get interrupted by Lucy, Jamie's friend, who's been vaguely suspicious this whole episode. Um, and Jamie invites her to stay for a drink. Uh, Dean is very grumpy about this. <laughs> Sam investigates the movie theater uh, to Takata and Fugue in D minor, aka the vampire song, da 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 uh, which is also diegetic. He finds Ed playing it on, like, a organ. I He says Casio, but it looked like, an, like a legit organ to me. So maybe it's just a fancy Casio. I don't know. I it don't doesn't know matter. I don't know the words of instruments. Um, Ed then switches to playing a jazzier song. He's in his underwear. It's a little weird. Sam attacks him, tries to pull his ear off. It doesn't work. He's just a weirdo who likes to play music in this movie theater at night. Uh, shoutouts to him. Mm -hmm. Dean and Jamie, meanwhile, have been drugged by Lucy, who is obviously the shifter. Dean figures it out, but it's too late and he drops. He wakes up strapped to some boards in a dungeon and the shifter, as Dracula, comes to monologue to him. It's a very good monologue. We'll talk about it. The man loves being monsters. Uh, he goes to electrocute Dean with a big dumb switch, but then his doorbell rings and his pizza is here. Again, another great scene that it's we'll talk so about. Um, Sam, meanwhile, is looking for Dean at the bar. The entire time Lucy's been doing this thing where she left, like, makeup bites on napkins, and seeing that alongside the broken bottle on the empty table is enough for Sam to suspect what's happened. It's very convenient. Uh, we cut back to Dracula, who wants Jamie to put on a fancy gown and eat pizza with him. She's very mad. He yells at her. She puts on the gown. Sam, meanwhile, breaks into Lucy's house. The shifter, dropping the Dracula persona, persona talks genuinely to Jamie. Uh, again, we'll talk about this. It's very good. They're interrupted by a noise. Jamie calls for help. The shifter punches her. It was Sam who comes and rescues Dean. They smash their way out of the fake dungeon and go fight Dracula. They're losing, but then Jamie shoots him with Dean's gun, which has silver bullets in it. Uh, Dracula gets his dying monologue. The end. In the denouement, Jamie and Dean are making out, and she thanks them. It's like an ending back out of season one or two. Uh, Dean and Sam joke about movies, and end of episode. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> this is a good one. I love whenever the show gets, like, like has stylistic fun. Um, yeah. And this is this is up there. There's a thing I didn't mention because I was summarizing the plot is there's a lot of really fun like camera work and like deliberate callbacks to old timey monster movies, um, particularly like that mummy scene and the Wolfman scene, like all the little um, interludes. Uh, and there's just a lot of interesting stuff going on. So, yeah, I guess let's go from the top. Mm -hmm. um, so from the. I don't think we got a recap this episode, right? 
Uh, no, because it jumped because it did the. Yeah, it, it started. It started it with the, the black movie. and white old old timey yeah. credits. Yeah. Um. So after the old timey credits, um, my first note is that the "Welcome to Pennsylvania" sign is in like a gothic font. It's such a yes, like yes. small touch. It's so <laughs> it's good. So it's really great. good. There's it's so, so good. many good small touches. Yeah. Um. I think it's Dean also who calls this a straightforward black and white case. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. Um, like the, the whole the episode is shot in black toying and white. with genre. Yeah, I mentioned it at the top, but yeah, the okay. it it it, it well, stays black white, in all the black way and white. Yeah, the toying with like the genre awareness and like the different like calling back. Um, remember when Dean said something about like you don't know your cultural heritage when Sam didn't know some horror movie? This is that cultural heritage, mm-hmm. you know? Like yeah, this is yeah. supernatural as a classic monster movie, like the title. And it like it's so good. Just like toying it's with great. the the formulaic aspects of a classic monster movie and the formulaic aspects of a supernatural episode and just overlapping them. It's great, yeah. Um, speaking of it being black and white, I do have a fun fact, which is, uh, as I was doing After Facts, I looked at Jamie's, uh, actor, who is, like, in nothing, to the point where her IMDb photo is in black and white, because it's a picture of her from this episode. Oh my gosh. Biggest claim to fame is, yeah, I don't know, I just thought that was funny. Um... Um, I love when the show plays with meta narrative framing devices, and so like Dean making fun of the diegetic music that we thought was just background music, or um, like when you said with the with the werewolf attack, when you can see how clearly this is a set, like to the point that you could, if you look closely, you can see the little lines on the sky wall. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of little moments like that where you can see the show poking at the fact that it's a show. Um, during Dean and Jamie's conversation that we'll get to in more detail, uh, she says something like, so you're X-Files? Um, and he goes, X-Files is a show. This is real. Mm-hmm. Um, love, love when they do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I'll, yeah, I like the deliberate, uh, X-Files it's reference. Um, I've just been trying to figure something out here. So when they get to the, the little town, um, which is very charming. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean says we still got to see the new Raiders movie. Is this is, is he, he talking about Indiana Jones? I had the same Kingdom thought. of the Crystal because this came out in in uh, October two thousand eight, and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull would have come out when he was dead. It came out on May twenty second two thousand eight. But why? Yeah. But why would he call are it they Raiders not, and not? Are Indiana they not Jones? allowed to say Indiana Jones? Is my question. That might be it. Okay, let me go to the super wiki and see if it's in the trivia section. Because I was looking at like, what is he talking about Raiders? Like, I've no, is that a franchise that I don't know about? And I couldn't find anything. Um, but it's it's absurd to call them Raiders movie. Like the first uh-huh. one. Like anyway, that movie's not very good. You didn't miss anything, Dean. No. If that's what you were talking about, oh, I keep forgetting they're still making that fifth one. Ugh. AKA Harrison Ford cashes another check. In, yeah, uh, it's not wiki. in the trivia. I, like, I can't think of what else he could be referencing. I don't know. I just think it's very cute that he's he's like, you saw it without me, and sounds like you were in hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were literally dead, Dean. And he goes, that's no excuse. 
It is. It it is a good like off the cuff conversation, and maybe it's just supposed to be a movie franchise that doesn't exist but does in Supernatural's alternate world. This okay. Um, this is but... by no means a hashtag confirmed, but this Tumblr post of this quote um, tags Indiana Jones. So I I assumed it was Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, probably the timing works out. Yeah. Anyway, immediately after this, Dean looks off screen and goes, big pretzel, and walks off to get, like, a giant yeah. he's pretzel. He's so uh, cute Dean, in this episode. He's, he's like, a cartoon same... of ADHD. <laughs> Literally. Dean has the same reaction to big pretzels as I do. I, too, love a big pretzel. <laughs> big pretzels are good. <laughs> uh-huh. It's so... He gets, one for, he gets one for Sam, too, and Sam uh-huh. thanks him. It's very yeah. cute. They're just hanging out. S- Sam is so, like... I don't know, Sam has, like, little micro-expressions in this episode where he's just, like, so affectionate for Dean in this episode. Yeah, that's because Dean is so cute in this episode. Like, he's just a little guy consistently. There's so many little moments for Dean. And then, like, Mm -hmm. in the background, you get Sam just being, like, very fond of his brother. It's really cute. Mm -hmm. Either very fond or very done, but, like, in a fond way. Yeah. (laughs) He, He makes a lot of faces. Yeah, I have big pretzel dot 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 heart. Yeah. Then there's like a shot where we, you know, pan up a woman's legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Oktoberfest. It's 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 uh Jamie's, I'm pretty sure, because that's Jamie at the start. I think so, yeah. Um, then they go talk to the sheriff at the morgue. And he goes, it's the last thing this town needs at peak tourist season. And Sam's like, definitely the last thing she needed. Like, hello, uh-huh. priorities here, please. Uh-huh. Right. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Sammy. Always remembering the value of human life. We appreciate it. <laughs> and then the sheriff calls out Anne Rice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I noted that down. <laughs> so true. Look, we got an Anne Rice and an X-Files reference in this episode. Yeah. He says this, you know, whoever killed marissa must have been some psycho vampire wannabe um don't love the language there but no no no, right there and uh refers to Anne rice no i'm talking about live free twy hard oh Oh. definitely not yet (laughs) oh boy um the (laughs) trivia section actually says that this is the third time the series has referred to Anne rice um apparently bill talbot's last name is a reference too oh Interesting. And Malleus Maleficarum also made a reference because Dean said something about Mayfair. But those mm. are references you have to actually have, I guess, yeah. read her stuff to know about, whereas this one just says her name straight up. Um, The camera work in this morgue scene is fun. We get it's the great. the um body's perspective for a lot of this, and like yeah. it ends with the camera being shoved back into the locker that the body is in. Um, there's also a lot of like fun old tiny edits. There's a lot of um, circle edits where it's like the yeah. screen closes in. Uh, there's a really good one at the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love when they play with it. It's so good. Oh, this episode was directed by this is Robert Singer, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. I remembered. Um, Ed is one of the weirdest guys. He is yeah. very. There's he's next such episode. A character. <laughs> Next episode has three of the weirdest guys in the show, like, in a row. Um, so it's like, I don't know. I think they're just, like, they're getting tired of having generic 
like side characters and extras and stuff that are just like writing the weirdest guys imaginable and i'm here for it <laughs> the way the way the manic energy with which ed drinks from this absolutely enormous beer stein is incredible it's like great. he he flails for it like he misses opening the lid for a second is like pawing at it like a bear with honey uh, and then just, like, the way he drinks is absurd. I Like, the direction given to this actor, yeah, uh, like, I don't really know what's going on here. It's so funny. Um, but before we before we talk to Ed, um, Dean hits on Jamie for the first time, right? Besides, like, seeing her outside. He goes up yeah. to the bar and starts flirting with her. Um, and she's like, wait a minute, you're a fed? Wow, you don't come on like a fed, which is such a weird line. Yeah. Uh-huh, and then he's like, I'm a maverick. It's yeah. so. He he's like he's a rebel with a badge. Like, come on. Yeah. One thing I don't play by. The rule. Like you and are Sam in such the background a dork. Is so fucking done with him. He's such a loser. Like, I would kiss him for I, it. I it works on me. No, I mean that's, that's the thing. Women don't it's... sleep with Dean because he's like hot and yeah, sexy no. and cool. They he's sleep a with dork. Him he's, he's adorable. He's yeah. It's very cute. Like uh-huh. it's. The show is framing it as cute. Like, Jamie thinks it's cute. He's, like, Jamie is not, like, swooning. He's like, oh, a maverick cop. She's like, this guy is a complete dork. Uh-huh. He's non-threatening, yeah. which is funny because he's, you know, a Winchester. Very. Yeah. And also pretending to be an FBI agent. Yeah, well, he doesn't come on like a fed. He doesn't give off cop energy. He does not. Not in this episode, at least. Not in, Yeah. Um, is the cop energy he gives off varies episode per episode. Yeah, writer mm-hmm. by writer. So then Ed, Ed just keeps insisting that this guy looked like a vampire, like He's four lines in a row. You know, a vampire. Sam goes, can you describe her assailants? And he says, oh, he was a vampire. And Dean's like, which do you mean? And he goes, you know, a vampire. And Dean says, so you, he looked like, and he says, he looked like a vampire. <laughs> also, I love his little accent, a vampire. Yeah. I, that was the, a little um, bit exaggerated, but it was really good. A vampire. Uh, for a lot of my synopsis, I was calling the shifter a Dracula, and that's because the Dean says here, you mean like a Dracula? And it cracked me up. It's great. Yeah. A Dracula is a subspecies of vampire. Yeah, and then Brewer goes, exactly, like a Dracula. <laughs> and then he does a little Dracula impression. He like puts yeah. his arm over his face like he has a cape on, and he goes, stay yeah. away, mortal. It's so good. Which uh, we'll talk about that more later. He does a little, like, he puts his hand, I can't, like, I ha- I can't describe it to you, but he puts his hand forward and he goes, uh-huh. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's so good. Um, then Lucy does her little uh, net lipstick mark first, for the first time, um, so that we get to do it once here and then once later and then once when Sam actually needs it as a clue for Detective Sammy moments. Um, which is, you know, pretty basic, straightforward writing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a lick of sense, but, you know, it's supernatural. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're like, what what clue can we leave that is definitely Lucy <laughs> that Sam would notice? And so Sam and Dean decide that this is not their kind of case. It's just somebody killing people. Um, mm-hmm. And Dean's like, all right, well, we may as well stick around for Oktoberfest. Beer and bar wenches. And Sam goes, pretty sure women today don't react well to the whole wench thing, Dean. Thank you, Sam. And Dean calls yeah. Jamie a bar and wench, he, and she goes, coming yeah, up, good sir, which is, you know, they're flirting. It's I'll accept it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't call women wenches I, I d- without their consent. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> I, d- I, d- I do... Don't, I don't like the way Dean's like, dude, Oktoberfest, as a response to that, though. It's like, 
Yeah. You have you have acquired a rapport with this particular woman. Yeah. She um. is chill about it because you are adorable. You would deserve to get slapped by literally any other person, though. Yeah, and then Dean takes his, I don't know, payback for Sam calling him out on misogyny by saying that Sam doesn't drink. He's a Christian scientist, doesn't even take aspirin. He's just, like, fucking with him, and Sam makes a face here, too. It's really funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the reference to uh, Christian science startled me. Yeah. (laughs) Bedlam moments. Literally yeah. bedlam moments. Uh, then Dean says that he, because he no longer has any of his scars or old broken fingers, oh, he concludes that he has gotten back his virginity, which doesn't make any sense because virginity is fake. Um, just had to say that part. But Dean, the way he decides to say that is, I have been rehyminated. He says this twice. Yeah. Um, why, if not trans Dean? So true, bestie. Say it's that. true. I like this reading. This is better than whatever it's the show's doing with it. It's such a weird thing to it's say. It's very weird. It's, it's just I so mean, weird. He's Why saying he it, say they, because it's weird, right? Or, no, or like yeah. because he's being a because weirdo. the because like mix and matching gendered terms is a funny thing to do. Shrug. I conclude um, that on a, on a Saturn transdean truther. <laughs> on a Saturn note, though, all of. Uh, you know, Dean's conversation about any of his old scars, no bullet wounds, knife cuts, none of the off-angled fingers from all the breaks. We deserve to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, which reminds I mean... me, I keep forgetting to mention, Dean was, like, originally supposed to be, like, covered in tattoos when he shows up, like, from the, from the start. But they didn't have, like, the budget to tattoo him constantly, so they dropped That's it. That's very funny. It's That's so very good. funny. Yeah, it's a lot like the makeup um required for like putting giving an actor tattoos when they don't have tattoos is a lot of work. Yeah, they should have um, just tattooed him. Yeah. <laughs> I I have to conclude that the fact that we never got to see all of those scars and shit uh, is because of the ghost facer's effect. Yeah, his that's scars, fair. His I, tattoos. Mhm. I gave up on my on like any like realization that the boys would take battle damage after the like huge scars they got on their faces um in yeah. uh uh what was it nightmare? No, it was um no. the shadow. one with the 116 yeah. shadow. Shadow. Night Nightmare and Shadow can like confuse me cuz they're similar vibes. Yeah, Nightmare uh, had Max and Six Shadow. Right, right, Meg. right, right. Yeah. Um yeah, the the Devas yeah. yeah, though they should have had horrible big cheek scars after that, but I say horrible. There are, there are fan like artists on Tumblr who just who redesign. I don't know about Sam, but I've definitely seen Zine redesigned with those those particular scars. Yeah. Is it it's like, Frog? I don't hmm? think so, but I know Skeptical hmm. Frog has reblogged it. Okay, I just figured since that's still it might be it might be Clickbait Cowboy. I think it's Clickbait oh, Cowboy. Clickbait Cowboy. That is so hard to say. Sorry. This is this is a um this is another connection. The uh, the boys have with D and D characters, they never take any damage. They, it'll all that matters is their HP goes down and then they're fine. Mm-hmm. They take a long rest. No permanent, no permanent damage. Quick healing. This is why Blades you know what Scar does stick around yes. for more than one episode. Cass's handprint. It's true. Although, doesn't that also get like not in my heart? No, but they just stopped doing it. Wow. They literally just yeah. decided, nah, fuck that. Anyway, a point is, uh, Dean needs to, uh... Get some. <laughs> yeah. 
And Sam is like, maybe angels can pull you out of hell, but no one could give you back your virginity. So it's true. funny. Sam Sam is there's some good Sam lines this episode. Yeah. Um then we get this great werewolf scene. Um the guy in this scene says some gross stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he like he deserved to get eaten by leverages werewolf. blue balls yeah. as yeah. reason to get laid. Die blue ball man. She was already like into it. Like she wasn't like it was just so <laughs> Yeah. It, it's yeah. It's weird. It was bad. I, I and she's it. like, those stories aren't true. I like that the show is taking a firm stance against this, at the at least. So true. Whether blue balls is real or not, it should never be used as pressure to have sex with someone. Just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. So true. <laughs> Get your sex ed from a supernatural podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then we cut, and Anna Marie, the woman in the scene, is drinking like the biggest like big gulp. Uh, which again, the show is tired of writing normal people. It's great. Yeah, I love it. She's Make like every character in Supernatural weird. I lo- I love it. It makes me happy. No, it's so good. Me too, girl. Different people have different responses to grief. Some people just drink from enormous cups of <laughs> soda while they're talking about their boyfriend dying. Other than that, though, she's a little like she's shaken, obviously, but she's like, yeah, it it tore Rick up into little pieces. Yeah? Okay. And then there's a bit where Dean says, okay, man, we understand how hard this is, but can you describe the creature? She takes, like, a sip and, like, looks up and, like, there's a beat and she says, oh, it was a werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so good. Sam Sam goes, a werewolf? She goes, "Mm mm-hmm. You're sure? Oh, yeah. Furry face, black nose, the claws, torn up pants and shirt, like, from the old movies. It's so good. It's so Like, I think she has to be in shock because she's being so chill about, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a werewolf. She's not having, like, the supernatural is real, you have to believe me moment. She's just going, yeah, werewolf like, killed my boyfriend. It was a werewolf. I'm going to have some soda. Me too, girl. It's like the British in tea, but Americans in soda. <laughs> and Canadians in poutine. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so then they go to the morgue, and Rick's body makes some wet, squishy noises that I hate in, like, a it's good great. way. Um, and <laughs> the, there's a... Next episode has a real, real morgue scene also. It's great. Mm-hmm. Dean goes, what the hell is going on in this town? And they talk about, like, look, this wasn't a, a werewolf. Um, and so Dean says, thus I reiterate, what the hell is going on? I love him. That is such a good line. He's a dickhead. I love him. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'm getting a headache and, like, pinches the bridge of his nose, uh, which is when I noticed that he is, again, wearing his little ring. His gay little ring. This episode, again, reminded me how lame supernatural werewolves are. And so true. They're so grumpy. boring. Like, ooh, your werewolf, what, like, has teeth? Do they even have teeth? Yes. Yeah, they get they get big, scary yeah. teeth. Okay, see, they get, like, teeth, but, like, so does a vampire. But they don't grow. Where they is don't the werewolf wolves. in this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, then they're, they're chilling at the bar again. And I like I think this is where Sam is like chewing while they're having the conversation. He's not like chewing into a mic or anything. He's not chewing while he's talking, but like he's munching while Dean talks. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, cute Sammy moments. Yeah, they're having lunch. And at the end of the scene, for no reason, Dean goes, "Hey, you think this Dracula could turn into a bat? That would be cool." Like he's such a loser. He's like, "That'd it's be cool." It's so cute. And then and then he drinks from like his giant beer. I don't know, mug, stain, and he gets like a, a little mug. foam mustache. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. He's such a little dork. I, I have three ben parts Edlund in, really, my, in my notes here. 
Ben Edlund really knows how to write Dean. Between he this and the Hollywood the Babylon Dean. Mm-hmm. He's just a fucking dork. I love E. It would be yeah, cool whenever... if they could turn into a bat. They never it get to be. meet any cool but... monsters. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to turn into a bat. Mm. Or a mist. Or a swarm yeah. of rats. Yes. Yes. I don't think fogs of mist know what gender is. It's true. Mood. Just found a Quora post uh, that is, who can change into a bat, Dracula or a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> Related questions. How can I turn into a bat as a vampire? Oh, no one's posted any answers to this question. I've been Blame. scammed. I think if I turned into a vampire and I couldn't figure out how to turn into a bat, I would probably ask the internet before I started digging through like old Bobby lore books. Yeah. Like I can't possibly be the only vampire on the internet, you know. I mean, th- I mean, this is like we've talked about this before when we talked about libraries versus the internet and how the show is going to start using the internet. Is like the internet is so much less reliable because it's so much harder to vet info, right? Yeah. Like when I was Some looking up, the... tells me that oh, you just jump off yeah. the building and it's fine, and then it turns out it was from a werewolf from a rival game. I... <laughs> yeah. When I was looking up the Buruburu from next episode, it's like there's, it's so hard to, it's like the best one I could find was like yokai.wiki. And it's like, I don't know if this is, I don't know how real this is. Like they don't cite any sources here. Like I can't go onto like Japanese Google because I can't read Japanese. I don't know. There's no like info in my language. And it's like, yeah, yeah. the internet is not perfect. You can't, yeah. You heard uh, it here first, I'm... kids. The internet is not perfect. <laughs> um. Anyway, next up we get this incredible mummy scene. Um. I'm, it's very funny. Like, we've been complaining about werewolves and supernatural and supernatural's makeup budget in general and monsters always being people, but they sure go whole hog with the makeup in this episode. This mummy looks great. His yeah, face is all I think it might be easier because it's in black up. and white, but it looks so good. Yeah, probably. Like it's. He's like. I'm not gonna complain. Yeah. He looks exactly like the Forsworn in Doctor Who. Is that the the one where 12 the asks, are you my mommy? Orient Express, yes. Yeah, there we go. Check your bingo cards, everyone. Check your bingo cards. <laughs> Gotta make sure I get it in. Um, Fun fact, the security guard's name is Jon Stewart. Not that Jon Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> um, When the mommy comes at him, he goes, holy mother of crap. It's so good. When the it's... mommy, like, the... I want... Okay. So the whole point is that the shifter is like being all these different monsters and stuff. And he's like, he's just a shifter. He doesn't have any powers except for his ability to shapeshift into other things. Um, But explain how the mummy is able to rise up from a perfectly like vertical position. Yeah, it doesn't. He got mad core strength. It, he's not even bending his, his feet knees. Would have to be bent. You know what? Yeah, you know like what it probably no... is. Whatever actually lifted the axer, that's what he did because he bought this. Yeah, prop he set that up. Sarcophagus. Yeah. So whatever like stick mechanism to prop up his back to lift him. That's yeah, what that's happened. true. He's got the stick in the vet. Yeah, because they do use like a like a lever thing when they when they do an effect like that. So yeah, I guess. Yeah, he just has one of those. Um, I guess he he's bought also his very own strong, dry ice. He's... I love this guy. Yeah, it's great. I do. I got so happy. It was like, yeah, dry ice. Um, they do a good zoom in on this mummy's face because they really want to show off how good the special effects they oh, did for it great. is. He's like, his face is all jacked up. It's really good. Um, it's a, it's a, I guess it's a mask. 
um and then they put makeup on his like eyes underneath um it's very yeah it's good um but yeah i guess this shifter is also extremely strong because this man is very big and he picks him up with one hand and like i think yeah shifters are strong shifters, isn't it yeah shifters have like in the lore. strength right oh yeah. yeah that's right yeah it's fine that's also probably yeah. how dracula was able to jump that fence and dean couldn't right 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 yeah no that's true and then the, the boys come check out this crime scene and sam goes this is stupid find the dry ice. i love them I <laughs> yeah love that's my little guy it is stupid but that's <laughs> it's... why it's great uh-huh He's so annoyed. Um, he's like, why is this case so dumb? Sam's like, he's making his own special effects. He's like, yeah, mommy with a good sense of showmanship. So true. Dean realizes he's late. Um, and then we get, and then we see Dracula for the first time. And this is when I truly was like, oh yeah, this episode rules. Oh yeah, it's great. Um, the physicality with which this actor does his absolute best Bella Lugosi impression is just delightful. Yeah. The way he like moves, the like the way he like tilts his head and does that like eye thing that I don't know how to describe. Like it's so good. The physicality, Watch this the like just barely into like overacting cuz he's he's so intent about getting this acting right. Like it's so good. He's chewing the scenery. It's he's great. chewing yeah. it so hard. Um he's there's a bit it where and it. What's the line? Yeah, the bit where he's like, I have watched you for many nights. Um, he has a strip of, like, light. He's, uh -huh. like, in complete darkness, but he has a strip of light across his eyes so you can see his eye, like, his extremely piercing eyes. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. So good. And then um, Dean shows up and turns around and sees Dracula and goes, son of a bitch. And Dracula says, you should not use such language in the presence of a bride. <laughs> and Dean kind of gives him like a pause for two seconds and goes, okay, and punches him in the face. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. I mean, him getting pepper sprayed and dropping the axe on also like before that is so really yeah. good. He, he goes, what does he say? He says like, holy son of a, or holy mother. He goes, Mary, son of a. <laughs> Incredible. It's great. Um, when when Dracula hops the gate and Dean can't make it, he does like this little like jump in place while he's like grabbing the bars. Like he's trying. It's so cute. Yeah. Uh Dracula zooms off on a moped intermission screen. Uh -huh. It's I, I need I need I you love this stupid fucking show. Where else are you gonna get Dracula on a fucking yeah. moped? Yeah. yeah. He but he, my favorite thing about that scene is he still has like the intense expression on his face. It's so good. Yeah. Um, He's also, not dropping the I think we haven't. Second. This is what happens when theater kids get the power to shape. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> extremely, extremely. I, I mean, we'll talk about this. We'll come up. We'll come up on this conversation soon. Um. Also, a thing we haven't mentioned is for this entire episode, it's had this really grand orchestrated soundtrack, mm -hmm. um, and it it goes hard in this action scene. It's great. Also, dry ice is everywhere constantly. Uh-huh. They're having a lot of fun with the black and white. Yeah. Um, I just can't get over how the transcript has the sentence, unironically, Dracula leaps over a gate and escapes on a moped. Like, what kind of viewing experience is this? It's so... It's delightful. Truly. Um, when Supernatural is bad, it's really, really bad. But when it's fun, it's so good. Yeah. Um, One other, one other thing. Uh, when Dean and uh, the Dracula are having this fight, 
Um, and he gets an upper hand on Dean. He has this like delighted little expression on his face. He's so happy and excited to be a monster. He's like, yes, this is what I live for. Sickos. Yes. It's when you get to do the fun big reveal for your party that you've been planning since session zero. You get to reveal the true. This, um, yeah, this, this shifter is extremely the guy in the sickos image. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't remember when this is, but Dean's never seen Dracula. Yeah, this is the next scene. Yeah, this Dean, Dean this baffled me. Dean doesn't know, I, and like this is the same problem. This is the same problem as like other times where Dean hasn't known something just so Sam can explain it to the audience who might also know. Mm-hmm. It's out of character, IMO. Dean should know who Mina and Mr. Harker are. As if yeah. he doesn't have Harker fantasies. Come on. Yeah. So true. I mean, would he have would he have Harker fantasies or Helsing fantasies? That's true. You're right. Later on, um, th- th- as the shifter, like, I guess Helsing throws, is like an old man. Yeah, throws Sam across the room. He goes, "You will never be Van Helsing," and I was like, "You'll never be Van Helsing, yeah. Sammy." <laughs> You're done. Um, this is this is a moment where uh, I want to shout out the uh, '90s uh, Dracula movie, one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen in my life, where um, where Anthony Hopkins just plays the most like unhinged I've ever seen him play as Helsing, just doing an incredible job. That movie is bad, but also it rules. Wait, is that the one where <laughs> where Dracula goes? Um, I don't drink wine yes that's, okay the streamer are... i watched was referencing that for like oh. two weeks straight it was fucking there hilarious are, yeah there are I so many one. good lines in that movie i mean i didn't see the movie i saw that bit i need to um, watch that same vibes as hannibal so true yeah. um yes dracula in that movie is played by gary oldman also doing an incredible job serious black also, also, this is where we get. This is also Keanu Reeves plays Jonathan Harker and is doing the worst <laughs> British accent I've ever heard. This is so much. Everything you say about this movie is like, all right, I can't believe I've never seen this. It's it's good. It's a good time. It's also extremely horny. Incredible. Uh, but anyway, back to supernatural. So, then, so, so Dean and Jamie have this conversation where he like explains about monster hunting. Um, she's like, so this is what mm-hmm. you do? You and your partner just tramp across the country on your own dime until you find some horrible nightmare to fight? And he goes quiet for a second. He goes, some people paint, which is a really good yeah. line. I love you, Ben Midland. <sighs> mm-hmm. Like, it's so, it's so, like, casual and dismissive. And he's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's a hobby. Like, this is, like, this isn't what, like, consumes his life and literally has killed yeah. him twice. Well, a hundred times if you count Mystery Spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hunting doesn't kill people. Tricksters kill people. And then Jamie goes, that must suck. And talks yeah. about responsibility. Yep. And and he talks about how he started thinking that way for the past few years. So since the show started. Um, and it started weighing on him. And then he had a, quote, near-death experience. Very near. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is where we get Dean, like, saying that hell has changed his worldview. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. he says when he came to, things Which... were different. <laughs> And he realizes that he helps people, he saves them. He says, I guess it's awesome. It's kind of like a gift, like a mission. Those are not the same thing. And he says, it's kind no, of like a mission no. from God, which is nuts. And then she says, like, oh, are you celibate? And they kiss. Which is the worst pickup line, I want to say. Dork it's... for dork moments. Yeah. 
I, she, it is a little, like, she, she does say, does that make you some kind of monk or something? Which I thought was funny. It is very Um, it's, this show is baffling to me. Like, most, like, shows like this that do, like, a sort of, uh, Supernatural is so weird because it's, this was the period in time where, like, we are moving, we have, we as a culture, the shift to prestige TV, where, like, every episode matters, was currently happening, and I guess, like, had already kind of happened with, like, The Wire, for example. Um, Q bingo card, me mentioning The Wire. Uh, <laughs> it's one of my favorite TV shows. Um, but, like, that still was not as common. Um, but, like, we can see it here of, like, Supernatural still generally follows the structure of, like, episodic TV show where, like, you can miss such and such episode and it doesn't matter that much. But at the same time, it does bury these, like, extremely important moments of characterization in these, like, in this, like, go otherwise extremely goofy, like, one-off episode that's, like, all in black and white and is, like, f stylistically fun as in about this, like, guy who wants to be movie monsters. It's, mm -hmm. it's wild to me. It's fascinating. Supernatural yeah. for ya. Dean is also very cute in this scene, which, you know, I've said a million times, he's very cute in this episode, but he's got, like, his arm up on the bench where Jamie sits, so mm -hmm. his arm is around her. They're, like, they're really cute. Mm-hmm. They're sweet. Um, yeah. And then, like, Lucy gets invited to sit with them, and Dean's like, yeah, stay for a drink with, like, these little, like, he's smiling, but, like sarcastically you know and like he's got his little mm -hmm. eye crinkles i love his little eye crinkles i'm yeah i just want to know what possessed jamie to be like like you were about to get it on yeah i don't know it's weird it i don't i don't know what yeah i mean she just had got attacked by a dracula she probably wants some familiar faces around that's true i suppose um then we get sam and ed and there's a lot of like silhouetting like we see their it's shadows. Really it's it's really so good. good. Yeah. I, I yeah, it's good. They make Ed's, Ed look Ed's like doing... a gangly little creature. Yeah, he's doing yeah. like big dramatic hand motions as he's playing the organ. <laughs> and then then Sam pulls on his ear and Brewer starts like screaming. Um and Sam goes, It's supposed to come off and Ed goes, No, it's not. Oh. It's really fucking good. Yeah. I watched <laughs> so the scene funny. again. The oh, this is so clever. He has the Casio keyboard on a enormous desk that has multiple candelabras on it, and so the shadow looks like a pipe organ. Oh, that's really clever. I missed that the first time around because I I just like assumed it was the pipe organ from the shadows. But yeah, well, no, that explains like, how he closer. changed the music so completely. Like the tone yeah. no longer sounds like a pipe organ when he's yeah doing yeah. the upbeat one instead of the vampire theme. It's really good. Shoutouts to Ed. Shoutouts to playing the Casio at the movie theater super late at night. Shout I bet the acoustics are good. In his guy. underwear, like what? In his underwear. Well, is he is he not cold? Movie theaters are cold, especially know. at night when the heat's probably off. Don't worry about it. And it's October. And it's October. Is October Oktoberfest? This is going to sound Ash, stupid. Ash, this, are you I about to say something extremely dumb? <laughs> Say it, coward. You have to finish your sentence. Okay. Listen. I understand uh -huh. that it's called That it's called Oktoberfest. Yes. But for some reason, don't ask me why. I for some reason thought Oktoberfest did not take place in October in America. 
<laughs> when no, would it take place at? I don't know! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I never said I was smart. <laughs> I just thought it was American Oktoberfest. To be clear. I don't know why! No, this is great. Ash, buddy, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. I'm so brave letting everyone know how fucking dumb I am. No, you know what? Like, you're not even... Like, America does so many weird things that it's not even, like, the weirdest thing to think. I don't even know where I got that impression from. That's the thing. That's the thing that cracks me up. <laughs> like it just formed. Like I do in my want head. to know where this like. <laughs> when did you think it was? Do you uh... think it was in like March? My my heart of hearts says that I thought it was in May. But again, I don't know where I got this impression from. So I don't know where I would have thought that it was in May. Maybe it's just my instinct. Maybe Oktoberfest should be in May. Maybe it should be in May. Don't they get cold in those little are you, houses? Are, are you literally seven months? Are you thinking of of the, like Mayfair? No, definitely not. Okay. No, I'm thinking about Oktoberfest. I think we should have giant pretzels at Mayfairs. I agree. So true. I like Mayfairs have a similar vibe to Oktoberfest. I've never been to either one. Did you once um, go to a Ren Fair and get confused? No. <laughs> It's it's pretty easy to not get confused at a Ren Fair. There there's not a lot of whole, a whole lot of overlap between Ren Fairs and Oktoberfest. You, people people are in night armor rather yeah. than lederhosen carrying beer steins. It's <laughs> I may be dumb, but like I wasn't high. <laughs> okay, Rock. so we, we've established that it is in fact October. Um, yes, <laughs> it is October. Then, it's the spooky Halloween episode. Um, there's, there's like when Lucy is drugging them, Dean like looks down at his glass and it does like this kaleidoscope effect to indicate that he's loopy. <sighs> Love that. It's so great. Yeah, the the yeah Dean getting drugged here. Um, he literally like got roofied. Literally, like score another one up for Dean experiences things that are typically happening to female characters, I guess. Um, you can just say Dean experiencing misogyny. I know that's what you mean. Well, uh, and then <laughs> he, he like tries to go attack her, you know, and instead just fucking passes out. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Um, and she goes and scene and like steps on the camera. Um, meta narrative continues to flame me. So true. Like, it's fun. She knows that she, well, this is, again, Shifter's pronouns are difficult, but Lucy Shifter knows that she's in a story because she's treating it like a story. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway, then we get Dean in costume <laughs> strapped to a, like, table. Yep. Thing. The Shifter took his clothes off and put him in a Harker cosplay. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's so funny. It's wild. Dean woke up with his clothes changed, but thank God Jamie did not. Yeah, that's true. The shifter respects yeah. women's autonomy, but not Dean's. Not Dean's. Um, more concerning to me is the fact that Jonathan Harker is wearing that in the original movie. 
Like, I know this is also, like, the the one where there's an armadillo and some bees. But he's wearing oh, that the armadillo. In the movie. I forgot about the armadillo. Thank you for reminding me of that. You're so welcome. Um, yeah, when Sam comes in to save him later, uh, the subtitles in Netflix said that he says, Hey, handsome. I'm pretty sure he says, Hey, Hansel. It's really funny. He Yeah, he says, Hey, Hansel. He looks incredibly dumb. It does say in the trivia section on the wiki that this is one of Jared's favorite episodes because it has some classic movie monsters. It's filmed in black and white, and you get to see Jensen Ackles and Lederhosen. So true. So true, King. So true, Worsty. You, you took a W for this one. Um, Pretty sure Harker does not wear clothes like this in the Bela Lugosi Dracula oh, movie. Okay. Pretty sure he's wear- he wears a suit. Okay, so I don't know why? where this outfit came from. <laughs> Mix Shifter, I have questions for you. This is David Manners, right? just wanted to see Dean in shorts. Who doesn't? Shorts and knees. Yeah, David Manners, Harker. I remember that. that, Looking. uh, What is that game where you try to hit people with balls? Dodgeball. (laughs) I remember that dodgeball. (laughs) I remember how popular that episode was on Tumblr. Oh, yeah, naturally. There's like three episodes where Dean wears shorts. Um, we hoard them. Well, because of when he said in one two that he doesn't wear shorts, so he wears shorts here. He wears shorts as a gym teacher. Oh, maybe there's two. I don't know. Sorry, I just learned that David Manners was from Nova Scotia. Good That's cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, David David Manners mostly just wears suits in this movie. So I, yeah, I don't know where this outfit came from. It's just the easiest um, to get under short notice. Like it's October. First. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious which which movie which. Dracula movie is being referenced here. Is there one where Harker is in Lederhosen? I do not know. So the first thing here, I did not include this in my synopsis, is um, Dracula, the Dracula points at a portrait, a woman who looks a lot like Lucy, uh, who, and Dracula is like, she's beautiful, no? Bride number three from the first film. She never got the acclaim she deserved, which is why I chose her, sa- her shape, her form, to move among the mortals Literally unnoticed. Literally GNCAF. To listen to the cricket songs of the living. That is when I discovered my bride had been reborn in the Ever century. when a monster going to electrocute you is gender fluid. Yeah, and That's like, true. the fact that um, Dean was like, oh, it must have been someone who like took a shine to you, and then it's her female friends, like... The, the queer coding of this monster is all over the place. Gal pals. Um, and Dean, like, yells at Dracula, you're not Dracula, you get that, right? Or even if you think you are Dracula, what the hell's up with the mummy? And Dracula hits him in the face and goes, I am all monsters. <laughs> in like, I, I already called out his overacting, but it's it's good and funny. Um, He's, mm-hmm. like, very dramatic into it. Um, And Dean goes, life ain't a movie. Um, and Dracula talks about how life is small and messy and the movies are grand and elegant. Um, and Dean goes, you do realize... It's really good. Yeah, you do realize what happens at the end of every monster movie. And he goes, yes, but this movie is mine. And in it, the monster wins. The monster gets the girl. Megamind wishes. Yeah. <laughs> so true. <Right. laughs> but like, specifically also, can... Dean calling out like life versus movie. Mm-hmm. I I don't want to I don't want to skip over the way he says and the hero gets electrocuted. It's very good. <laughs> he says tonight, it's, Jonathan Harker, you will be my job. hero. He just needs a hero. He's holding out for a hero. I need a hero. 
I'm holding out for a hero till the morning light. Um, and Dracula does like this um, very slow mo reach. Like he's doing slow mo on purpose to himself. So... He's reaching dramatically for the lever. It's so funny. Um, and then Saved by the Bell, the pizza's here. Um, in the background, I have been looking at pictures of Dorothy Tree, Cornelia Thaw, and Geraldine Dvorak, who were the three brides of Dracula in that Dracula movie. Um, and none of them look like Lucy, so <laughs> shrug. Well, they yeah. probably didn't want to deal with like copywriting. Uh, or yeah, I know. It's you know just I mean. like, like the it feels, legality. feels like erasure of these actors in a way that's mm -hmm. sad. Maybe they just cast Lucy um, first. And then they were like, it's fine. We will just make up a person. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it is a picture of that actress. Mm -hmm. The bit where, where like, Dracula, <laughs> Dracula as Dracula in, like, his flowy cape and everything walks through this extremely, quote-unquote, normal house. Normal like, house, he's, yeah. He's just, like, it's... doing his elegant walk through, like, a fucking hallway. This is how hallway. I feel answering it's so the door funny. on Halloween. Um, and then he, like, opens the door to a pizza guy, and he's like, uh, pizza delivery. He's, like, completely, like, he's he's unfazed. He does not give a shit that this weirdo is in Dracula this cosplay. Scene is incredible. He's like, all right. And he goes, ah, you've brought a repast. <laughs> he's like, can I get paid, please? He goes, is there garlic on this pizza? He's like. Which is so funny, because garlic literally will <laughs> not the, affect the him. He's not a vampire. He's a shapeshifter. Yeah. It's so funny. The he is just doing a bit in front of this delivery boy who is not here for it. He's like, look, mister, I got four other deliveries to yeah. make. And he's like, of course, yes, but I have it's a coupon. It's so, so good. It's literally what we do in the shadows vibes. Ben Edlin should join what we do in the shadows. It is, yeah. So true. It's so, it's so good. Also, there is no way in heck. This, this shifter has to also, like, rob banks like all the other shifters because there's no way... He built that fucking like paper mache dungeon down there. Uh -huh. Bought all of these props it's and incredible. shit on a it's bartender's incredible. budget. It's incredible. Like I don't care if you're getting Oktoberfest tips. Like no way. Then we get Detective Sammy, um, yep. noticing where they're missing and the the Lucy lipstick. <laughs> the way he goes. It, the way it, he like, goes, goes in on his face and goes dramatically, Lucy, so that we know he figured it out. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Great. It's really funny. Mm. And then we're with uh, Dracula and Jamie. Um, she's like, you made up Lucy, right? Pretended to be my friend. And he goes, I needed to know if you were the mm. one. And she says, you could try talking to people. So true, bestie. So true. That's where he yells at yeah, her. He yells in the accent. And then once he's no longer doing the accent, he's, he's yeah. very, he drops the Dracula voice. Yeah, I'm going to read what he says here mm -hmm. fully because it's, it's interesting. Real is being born this way, different. Real is having your dad call you monster. It's the first time you hear the word and he tries to beat you to death with a shovel. Everywhere I ran, everywhere I tried to hide, people found me, dragged me out, attacked me, called me freak, called me monster. Then I found them, the great monsters. In their movies, they were strong. They were feared. They were beautiful. And now I am like them, commanding, terrifying. Which... Made me have, like, big thoughts about, like, queerness yeah. and Disney villains yeah. also. The um, reclamation. And, the yeah, the reclamation, the the way this guy, I mean, you know, he, he kills people. Like, it's not, 
I'm, I'm not saying he's a hero, but like the way he ha- has been like traumatized in his life and has found solace in emulating and being like, okay, fine. People are going to treat me like a villain. I will become the villains. I will become like the most magnificent like movie villains that I like feel this connection mm-hmm. to. And it's fascinating. This is one of the best like one off uh, mo- like monsters that this show has had. Mm-hmm. I. I'm fascinated it's by this very shifter. Void Shifters punk. in general are fascinating, but yes, it is very void punk. But specifically for monsters. Ash, would you like to oh, explain void punk for those gosh, who don't yeah, know? Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> can't remember who coined it. I'll put. There's a. I'm sure I can find a, the the post that talks all about who coined it and why and stuff. But basically, void punk is um, a movement largely among like neurodivergent, um, queer, aromantic. Um, people who are commonly uh, dehumanized, called robots, you know, called aliens, things like that. Um, And it's basically reclaiming that lack of humanity um, and queering it. And so people have like void sonas, you know, um, embracing the cosmic, um, the unnatural, the inhuman, um, and making it, you know, not an insult, but uh, an expression of someone's true self, I guess. Most of the other posts that I will definitely link in the episode description will explain it better than me, but that's a very brief overview. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cool, guys. It's really interesting. Um, and this time we don't get like an explicit parallel of the monster off of either Winchester. Um, there's definitely undertones there in that speech. For example, you know, the, the dad calling you monster... The word freak, we get some Sammy tones there. We've talked to death about mm-hmm. John and freakishness. And um, and right after Dracula says all this, now I am like them, commanding, terrifying. Jamie says, lonely. And he says, I was lonely, now I, I have you. Um, and she says, everything, maybe you're lonely because you kill people. <laughs> She's like fed up with his shit. Yeah. Um, and he goes, or I kill people because I'm lonely, which is not great logic. <laughs> no. But, no. Cool yeah. motive, still murder. Not even a cool motive. Sad motive, still murder. Yeah. There's um, I mentioned this in the chat. There's a a very good um slasher movie called um, it's a, it's it's called The Rise of Leslie Nielsen, but that's the no, not Nielsen. Oh, behind the mask. Vernon, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, behind the mask. Leslie Nielsen is an actor. Uh, yeah, behind the mask. Uh, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Uh, that I watched recently that has like. Similar vibes to this, but also different, um, because the, uh, like, slasher villains are not, like, queer-coded in the way that, like, movie, like, monster villains can be. It's, it's, it's different, they're connected, but, um, that movie is more about the, like, often, not necessarily inherent, inherent conservatism of slasher movies, but of some slasher movies, and about the way people read into that inherent conservatism and the idea of, like, um, the slasher as a maintainer of, like, the social order or, like, as a maintainer of purity. Uh, it goes, like, deep into slasher tropes and is all about this guy who is, like, wanting to become a slasher movie villain and talks deeply about, like, all of the important things, all the important structure of slasher movies. Um, and, yeah, there are similar vibes there. It's a very interesting movie. I can't, like, 
drop a whole thesis on it. I would have to think more about like what it is trying to say because I only just watched Mitch it recently. Probably could. But the way he's yeah. the one who who introduced it um, to both of us. Yeah. Um. But uh, the reason I bring it up is because there's similar vibes between the main characters here of like people who find the narrative logic of stories much more compelling than reality like leslie's whole motive is he wants to become something larger than life he wants to become this monster who like echoes through history um and is something to be like remembered and feared because people need like evil things to fear in order to bring out like their truest like goodest selves like his whole thing like he wants to have a foil who will beat him um this monster does not want that but there is there is a similar vibe there of like this monster framing scenes from horror movies in order to spread fear in order to be this like powerful creature um because who he was previously is a person he wants to escape and so he is escaping it in narrative yeah. it's just, yeah it's good it's super interesting to watch, me watch behind the mask it's a good movie. yeah it's a good movie um then sam comes in and saves dean um the door just like he kicks a hole through it and then it falls flat on the floor it's like this this uh-huh. the attention really to the funny. fact that this is a set is really good um, and then, of course, Jamie shoots Dracula. There's a bit later where one of them gets thrown through yeah. the wall. Um, Jamie shoots Dracula, and and he gives like a dying monologue. It's it's really good. Yeah. Um, it's wild. And like he got to die the this way kind of he kind is of the wanted similarity. to. You know. Yeah, he gets killed by the final girl. Yeah. He is content with the narratively satisfying way that he mm-hmm. died. It's like perhaps this is how the movie should end, which is yeah is in in a weird way the fact that it's her who kills him and not Sam and Dean is almost a victory for him because it has that narrative logic like she is part of his narrative whereas Dean and Sam are kind of interlopers mm-hmm. yeah like he's okay with it being a tragedy as long as it's a story mhm yeah rather than someone coming in and interrupting his story um also the trivia section points out that um was beauty that killed the beast is a quote yes, from is, is King, Kong, King Kong, which I like. I thought he yeah. was making a reference, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's yeah. good. He's he's sticking it through to the end. He keeps his accent in place as he's dying. Yeah, <laughs> but also into his big yeah. chair. Yeah, but also he goes, "No, Mina, do not weep." And we see Jamie making like a bitch. Why the fuck would I cry about you? <laughs> She's face. like, yeah, it's great. And then it does like a little, like close. Like the the circle transition, like it closes in on Dracula. It's yeah, yeah. The cir- yeah. Th- that's what I was referencing earlier. The way it hangs on him before it closes is mm-hmm. very good. This is a- uh, Dean. After this, like it t- cut immediately to the two of them making yeah. out. Sam um, awkwardly but after that, them, like, okay. he's making yeah. such a face. There's, there's like about two minutes left in the episode. I might screenshot it. Um, it's he's just got a little face on mm-hmm. he scratches the back of his head mm-hmm. kind of awkwardly like okay are you guys are you guys done mm-hmm. this episode is such a win for a spec sammy where like so dean true. is like i need it's to true. go get laid right now and sam was like you mean people actually think about sex <laughs> so uh-huh true. and then jamie jamie says you guys saved my life you know so thanks and she leaves and that's the last we see of her 
It's like she's the one who yep. who saved them from this. Like she. Yeah. Yeah. That's just completely not acknowledged. Well, she. <laughs> Listen, they definitely they, did save yeah. her life, but she also saved theirs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're they're even, and I like that. Like, but but yeah, it doesn't really acknowledge it that. Actually is not as far as i can tell implied that the shifter was going to kill her right like he wanted her to be his bride no like in theory if he was actually a vampire he would turn her into a vampire but he isn't one he can't turn her into a shifter so like yeah well he was just like moving her into his larp like what was the plan here (laughs) (laughs) save from a fate worse than death i guess I mean, it's fair to assume that it would be dangerous yeah, for no, her. Yeah, definitely saved her. I'm like, not gonna dismiss that. Yeah, no. it, it does. It he does feel like they're people. trying to fit this into the um, early supernatural episode, like schema, mm-hmm. like a little bit too much in a way. It was like, because this, this, like, you guys saved my life, smooch, smooch, is the way a bunch of those episodes mm-hmm. end. Yeah. So it's like this is a kind of a callback to that, but like it doesn't fully work, and like the way that it doesn't fully work, like is clear in a way that's like a little mm-hmm. bit messy. Um. Anyway, Dean after that, yeah, just says, um, like deliberately calls that out. Like feels good to be back on the job, doesn't it? Sam says, yeah, it does. Dean says, the hero gets the girl, monster gets the gank. <laughs> all in all, happy ending with a happy ending, so no he less. He is officially no longer a virgin. Congratulations, Dean. Yeah. Uh huh. So... Congrats, Dean. And then he says it would be nice if life was then... really simple, but if he was turning yeah. life into a movie, he wouldn't do this this version of it. And Sam's like, "Oh, I know what you'd pick." Um, and Dean insists that he doesn't, and Sam says, "Porky's too." And Dean goes, "What?" Like shocked that he got it right. And Sam's like, "You heard me." It's it's it really, really cute. cute. It's... Um, I saw a post about it, so I'll see if I can find it again. I it's... wanted to find it before this, but it's, it's a fine. it's a it's a sex comedy. Yeah, it's a sequel that is like famously worse than the first. Oh, Dean, you're so lame. He's such a loser. Um, and that's that's the episode. Good episode. Wait, wait. Then yeah, there's like an ep- end card. Very good there's episode. Like some, there, it says like the end with like a yes. dot 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 question mark. Sherlock coded. Um. Yeah. Sorry for that one. And <laughs> then there's like some old timey credits. A Warner Bros. television production. Yeah, the old-timey credits are a nice mm-hmm. touch. Speaking of credits, it's time for actor facts. Oh, yeah, give it to um, us. Okay, so I'm going to do the sheriff. Okay, I, I just, this is so delightful to me that it's the sheriff at the start who is the one. Um, I'm going to do him last. Uh, so first up, uh, the shifter is uh, Todd Stashwick, who played Deacon in 12 Monkeys, uh, a major character in that show. Uh, I gotta watch 12 Monkeys. It's uh, one of Mitch's favorite shows, and the way he has talked about it, like the time travel stuff sounds very cool. And also, if this guy is a major character in it, like this, he does such a fantastic job as a Dracula. I want to see what he's like in this show. Um, he's also Dale uh, Malloy on The Riches and uh, Eli in Heroes and Father Kieran in the originals. Um, Ed is played by Michael Eklund, who played Martin on Dirk Gently, uh, Bobo oh, Del Rey on Winona right. Earp. And, I um, knew he was familiar. Yeah. Uh, and Rene uh, Desjardins on Intelligence. Um, the security guard who gets attacked by the mummy is John Stewart, who played Bob Borton, also in Dirk Gently. Um, 
the pizza guy is Giacomo uh, Vasato, uh, who played Enzo Matrix on Reboot, uh, which is great. Um, is one of the a lot of people played Enzo on Reboot though. I think he's like the final actor they got to play Enzo. Um, Reboot had a has a storied history as far as its production goes. And then we have the sheriff at the start, Gary Chalk, who has been in every '90s cartoon ever made, basically. <laughs> He's in Captain N, Bucky O'Hare, He-Man, where he voices He-Man, uh, the 90s version, G.I. Joe, Conan the Adventurer, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Double Dragon, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice, Exosquad, Darkstalkers, Mega Man, Street Shark, Street Fighter, Mummies Alive, Extreme Dinosaurs, is Optimus Primal in Transformers Beast Wars, Transformers are, um, is Optimus Prime in Transformers Armada, Transformers Energon in Transformers Cybertron, is Dr. Robotnik in Sonic Underground, was in Remo Reboot, the 2002 He-Man, Lego Next. Texas Knights, Ninjago, Mega Man Fully Charged, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, and finally is also Connie Harris in the TV show Tribal. That's fucking amazing. Incredible. <laughs> fucking king. Is, and like, is in, like, is major characters in all of those shows. Is in like 50 plus episodes of all Get of those that shows thing. that I mentioned. Like, I, even more of like, he is in even more shows as like a single or like a few episode parts. Like, Man is a prolific voice actor. <laughs> and it's just this random sheriff that shows up for like 30 seconds. I don't That's know. Great. It's just very funny to me. This is why I love to do actor facts. It's epic. Um, but yeah, that's uh that's Monster Movie. Um, another just extremely good mm -hmm. episode of the show. Um, we are going to take a break now. Uh when we come back, we will talk about a not very good episode mm -hmm. of the Okay, so 4-6 Yellow Fever was written by Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin, which is why it sucks. Um, sorry to editorialize before I say anything about this episode. Uh, we start with a recap about like Lilith and a shot of Dean running from Hellhounds in his nightmares. Uh, we remind ourselves about Sam's demon blood plotline and Cass, um, which is weird because Cass isn't even in this episode. Uh, we open, the cold open is not a generic monster of the week cold open. We have Dean, who is running for his life in the suit. Uh, he looks terrified. We hear, like, his dog barking and growling behind him, so we assume that it's a hellhound chasing him. It's probably either a nightmare or they're coming after him again. We don't know yet. Um, and Dean yells at some homeless guy that this is, you know, run, it'll kill you. And then we pan to, like, some tiny dog that I want to say is a Pomeranian. It's got a little bow in his hair. It's, it's really cute. Okay. It's like it's a, a really tiny dog is the point. And it goes like, roof. Um, title card. <laughs> he's he's so scared. Um, and then we see 43 hours earlier. The boys are on a case investigating some heart attacks in otherwise healthy guys. This guy was a marathon runner before he died of a heart failure. Um, so obviously they are suspicious and looking into that. The autopsy reveals that there is like a mark from where a ring should be. Um, and his wrists are all scraped up. Um, and there's no blockages. In his yeah, heart. and there's there's no there's no like notable reason for his heart to have failed. Um, they continue to interview. They continue to to pose as feds. Sorry, I wrote this synopsis while I was watching, um, which is why it's a little bit disjointed this time. They continue to pose as feds and go interview the sheriff Al Britton. Brit 
Britain, I don't know how to pronounce it anymore, um, who is like demonstrably some sort of clean freak. He makes them take off their shoes. He's using like ridiculous amounts of hand sanitizer. Um, and he was friends with the victim. They were on like a softball team together or something. They, they leave the office. Um, and Dean says that he's like, he doesn't like the look of those teenagers and crosses the street, which is weird. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mention while they were at the autopsy, Dean is like holding the guy's heart in his hand and Sam got like sprayed in the face with spleen juice. It was really gross. Um, so now Dean is getting nervous about teenagers. They go interview Frank's neighbor, Mark, who keeps like snakes and frogs and things. And Dean is very freaked out by them. Um, and so Mark says, I love yeah, this guy. Mark says that Frank was scared of everything and that in high school he was a dick, but he got better. Um, he tells them about Frank's uh, wife who committed suicide 20 years ago. And Dean continues to be freaked out as a snake like slides over him. Um, sorry, Mark doesn't tell them about the suicide. He tells them that his wife died 20 years ago. Then the boys do some research and discover it was a suicide where she left and then they found her dead. Um, so mm -hmm. Dean continues to act weird because now he's driving the speed limit. He refuses to take a left turn. Um, and the EMF meter starts going off and he goes, am I haunted? Uh, so Dean hangs out in the car with Eye of the Tiger playing. We'll get back to that. Um, while Sam talks to Bobby and finds out that it is apparently something called ghost sickness, which starts out as anxiety and then turns into fear until your heart stops. So Dean's got about 24 hours left to live. Always fun when we have a ticking clock episode. And it's always Dean. Mm -hmm. um, so Frank was patient zero. And then when he, for, the, for this ghost sickness and he infected the others, the other people that they've um, heard about their deaths were the opposing team on the South softball game um, and also in infected Dean and said Dean's like why didn't it infect you and apparently it's because the ghost sickness only affects people who are dicks and Sam is very smug about not being about being provably not a dick there's it's, a, it's we'll talk about it there's yeah. a quote about this that we'll talk about I don't I don't yeah, yeah we'll, we'll come back to this it's a little bit weird um so dean reads up on ghost sickness and we see the word hallucinations and so immediately dean starts having hallucinations where the words on the page change to like make fun of dean for dying again like a loser and a baby it's so funny um it's so, it's not it's, really supposed to be funny but it's so fucking funny <laughs> Um, and then, like, the clock is driving him nuts, so we next see that the clock is broken on the floor as Sam comes back. Um, and he says that Frank's wife, uh, Jessie, there we go, I knew she had a name. Frank's wife, Jessie, was cremated, so she can't be the ghost. Um, Dean keeps, like, scratching at his arms the way that the, um, Frank's body had those scratches. Um, and he's coughing, and then he coughs up like this wood chip. So they go investigate at the wood, the lumber mill, and uh, Dean, you know, drinks some alcohol for liquid courage, but he won't take a gun. He's like, it might go off. So he says he's going to man the flashlight. Um, and he renders the EMF useless because it won't stop going off around him. And then they find Frank's ring on the floor. Because remember he had like a mark around his finger. This is where the ring went. Um, Sam opens a locker and Dean screams like extensively as a little cat jumps out. It's it's a classic moment. Um, it is a classic moment. And then Sam finds an ID. Like I don't even know this, but I can tell that this will be this. Yeah. This is what you know when you watch a show and a scene happens and you're like, oh, this is gonna go down in yeah. history. I mean, this That's scream exactly is it. the um, thumbnail for this 
episode on the wiki. Like, this is the yep. moment of this episode. Um, and then Sam finds... Not the not the ending? Not not the post-credits well, scene? There's, there's oh more God, than I one classic. I didn't watch the post-credits scene. <gasps> you didn't watch I it? I knew it was there. I've What's seen wrong it before. With you? I just forgot. All right, we're not there yet. Let's go. It Sam, was 11 o'clock. I was sleepy. Yeah. Can I please finish my sentence, Ash? Sam finds no. an ID belonging to Luther Garland, and Dean finds a drawing of Frank's wife, Jessie. Um, and then the lumber equipment turns itself on, and Luther appears, and Dean just fucking books it. He runs away. He goes to drink behind the car. Um, back at the sheriff's office, they hear that Luther died of physical trauma, and the sheriff pretends that he's not at home. I mean, whatever, not in the office. Uh, Dean, like, hits on the desk guy because he's drunk. Um, we will talk about that. And then we see in the sheriff's office, he is definitely suffering from ghost sickness. He's scratching his arms bloody. He's coughing, probably trying to get up his own wood chips. Um, and he is hallucinating a voice saying, they know what you did. Um, he's incredibly paranoid and scared looking. Then, uh, Sam babysits Dean as they go interview Luther's brother, who says that everyone was scared of Luther, even though he was just such a nice, sweet guy. Um, because he was like big and different. And we will talk about that, of course. And uh, Luther had a crush on Jesse, and he's Lenny. It's Lenny Small. They're doing a Lenny yeah. Small. They're doing of mice yeah. and men. Yeah, exactly. Um, Luther had a crush on Jesse, and so when Jesse disappeared to go kill herself, Frank blamed Luther, um, and killed him brutally by like dragging his body behind a car, um, and. They, like, talk about, like, the nature of fear, which is weird considering how this episode turns out. Yeah. But whatever. So, fine. So, they decide that, like, the arm itching is, is like, a symptom of road rash. And the, the wood chip is because he must have swallowed some while he was getting dragged. Like, it's brutal. And so, the victims of this ghost sickness are experiencing Luther's death in slow motion. Which does slap as a concept, I will say. Yes. Um, Sam points yeah. out that Luther's body since it was dragged will not be like intact enough to burn um to dispel the ghost and so dean you know in the face of potentially dying in you know like 12 hours or something has like a freak out about how much their lives suck another classic moment um and he goes and walks off and then he meets the dog from the cold open we cut to the motel he's you know out of breath from being chased by this tiny dog there is four hours left Oh, so I guess not 12. There's four hours left at this point. And Sam starts very calmly telling Dean about how he's going to go back to hell. Um, his eyes turn yellow. He says that this is what he's going to become. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut out of Dean's hallucination vision to Sam just like being normal Sam. Um, so Dean gets left at the motel to watch cartoons, which still doesn't cheer him up because they uh, mirror the episode. It's Gumby. Um, and Sam goes to talk to Bobby. There's two hours left. Um, and he says that a buru can be killed by fear. Um, so Dean, Sam calls Dean to reassure him. He's like, don't worry, we've got a good plan. And Bobby goes, this is a terrible plan. Um, but we don't know what they are doing yet. They're at the lumber mill. We cut back to Dean and the sheriff shows up to yell at Dean with a gun, saying that he can't bring him down over not busting his friend Frank for, quote, a mistake. Um, and then he's like so scared that he just drops dead. The heart failure got him. Um, conveniently, Dean did not have to kill him, I guess. Uh, Sam at the lumber mill tells Bobby over the walkie-talkie that Luther isn't showing up like he did before, like maybe he's scared, and so instead they have to make him angry. He starts ripping up Luther's drawings of Jesse. Um, this is this is where the episode really goes downhill. So Luther shows up yeah. and grabs him. Mm -hmm. um, 
Meanwhile, back to Dean. Dean's symptoms are worsening. Um, he's like clutching a Bible, and then L Lilith shows up in his hallucination, of course, and she starts talking about how he does remember hell all 40 years of it because four months in hell is equivalent to 40 years. Um, like dog years, she says. Right. It's, it's, whew, we will talk about that. Um, back to Sam, he continues like grappling with Luther and eventually gets a chain around his neck. And then Bobby drives him around until he dissolves. I hate this fucking episode. And so now Dean is yeah. fine. Um, in the, uh, um, after scene, uh, we we learned that that was an iron shell, an iron chain etched with a spell word. Um, so that's why it like actually could hold on to a ghost. Um, and Dean kind of like blusters. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm not scared of anything now." And Sam and Bobby make fun of him, which is cute. Uh, and then Dean lies about his hallucinations, of course, because he's not gonna actually tell Sam what he's scared of. Um, and then Dean drinks and cut. And then after like the ending, we get Jackals singing "Eye of the Tiger," which is classic. It's so cute. One of the only good parts about this episode. Yeah. How do you write yeah. so much of a good episode and then just completely turn it to shit? It's it's impressive almost. Like there's so much to say and you didn't say any of it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like I'm going to make a statement here. Um I think that Route 666 more effectively said something than this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Route 666 you, yeah. You know like yeah. it was it was dumb about what it said, but at least it said it. This was just like we are yeah. going to point at what we should be saying and then just fucking drive in the opposite direction as hard as we can. Mhm. Yeah. <sighs> um so this is these writers first supernatural episode. Is it? This is the and, first uh, Andrew Dab. A... Okay. Yeah. Okay, why did they bring yeah. him back? Andrew Dab is the showrunner for the last few seasons. <sighs> Andrew Dab brought us the oh, finale. Oh, that's why they're terrible. Great. Great. It was directed by Phil like... Scretia, though, which is why the directing isn't bad. Mm -hmm. There's only one good thing about the last couple seasons of Supernatural. <laughs> um, okay, I should say co-showrunner because he was with Robert Singer for 12 through 15. Hmm. His, um, his image on the wiki is he's wearing a, a hammer and sickle t-shirt. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the rest of the shirt is though, because like there's clearly more to the image. Yeah, there's more to the shirt. Yeah. He wrote a lot of episodes. This is his first, and he worked with Daniel Laughlin through season eight, the start of season. There are eight. multiple images of him wearing a hammer and sickle T-shirt. You know, the finale. Okay. He wrote Andrew Dab wrote the final episode of Supernatural. So <sighs> yeah, fuck him. Yeah, this is the guy. This is the one responsible. Who wrote 15, uh, 1520 Despair? That's what I'm. 15, are you saying 1518 Despair? Yeah. 1520 yeah. is Carry On. 1518 was um, Bobo. He's doing Ghostbusters Legion and the G.I. Joe and the Dungeons and Dragons. 1518 series. was Robert Barron's, also known as Bobo Barron's. Um, Daniel Laughlin works no with Andrew one? Dabb for writing first seasons four through. Eight, and then does two episodes by himself and then leaves the show. Is is it communist Captain America in his shirt? <laughs> There's God, no personal what a language guy. Wikipedia what page. a guy. Why is know. he a guy? What a guy. Oh, man. So Andrew Dobb and Daniel Laughlin were the writers of the Supernatural comic Beginnings End, which is where, which is happens prior to the show and is where Sam leaves to go to Stanford. Interesting. Should we read this comic? <laughs> 
Well, the cover art for these comics suck. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh my goodness. Excuse me? Is this supposed to be Sam and Dean? Oh my god, please send. Why does Sam look like Robin? What's up with Dean's hair? What's up with Dean's face? That's not what Dean. Look at this. What we... I mean, that's a good Sam. Sam looking like Nightwing over here. Sam. What the hell? Why does he have black hair? He has black hair. Sam doesn't have black hair. Dean doesn't have that color of hair either. It's, Dean's hair is a dark brown. This is like a light brown. What is this? Well, fandom has tried to uh, gaslight itself literally since forever that Dean is blonde, so... Yeah. Well, what? that's because you. In order to what? have a two white men gay ship, you must have a blonde and a brunette, and clearly Cass has darker hair, so he must be blonde. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Don't ask. All right. Do I want to talk about this episode? Now? I guess let's talk about this episode. Wait, this is this is. We always do this whenever there's an episode we don't really want to talk about. Is we'll just go off on tangents. There's this yeah. Are we starting chronologically, and then we'll get into like the yeah, discourse might as well. when we get to the scenes? Okay, so I yeah. Yeah. I mean we don't need to okay. talk about the transcript too much says that here. it was a Yorkie, so it's not a Shih Tzu either. Oh. But feeling vindicated, at least I wasn't the only one wrong. I don't know um. the brands of dog. Well, my grandpa had a Shih Tzu. The first ten minutes of this episode are yes. good. Yeah, we get. As I mentioned earlier, we get one weird guy to the next. This coroner, the, coroner, <laughs> coroner, this coroner is baffled, is like b just bizarre. The way he like, like the blood spurt, the, there's a couple lines. Um, he says, everybody drops dead sooner or later. It's why I got job security, which is my first note. Yeah. It's so funny. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> um... He says, uh, first dead body. Dean says, far from it. He says, oh, good, because these suckers can get pretty ripe. Hand me those rib cutters, it's would so you? It's so good. Yeah. Oh. It is very gross, though. And then Sam points out the scratches, and the coroner goes, says, you know what? When you drop dead, you actually tend to drop. Body probably got pretty scraped up when it hit the ground. Huh. And he's like, yeah, I can't find any blockages. Heart looks pretty healthy. Hands Dean the heart. Hold that for a second, he's would you? He's just so holding a heart in his hands. Um, and Sam is like laughing at Dean. Sam gets and squirted with spleen juice. Sam gets like squirted in the face. And so Dean laughs at him. He's like, well, I'm wearing gloves. You got it directly to the face. <laughs> it's, yeah. Just the weirdest guy. Which is and why then it's even weirder. It sheriff. is so weird. They could have just handed Sam the heart and hit Dean in the face. But no, they had to make a point about like Dean's personality or something. I... Like, it is such uh -huh. a weird choice. You can't, um, you can't give Dean the money shot because it's too gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's much less gay to give him heart problems for like the second at least time in the show. Third. He drinks a lot. No, I'm There's thinking this, specifically of back in faith. Um, when he had his heart attack. Um, no, I know. And then the gay teacher dropped dead of a heart attack. And after Dean was healed, they were yeah. like, there's nothing wrong with your heart. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah. Very like, well Dean advanced. Dean and heart issues. Phew. Mm, and then when, when was it Victor, like, stuck his hand into Dean's chest to grab his heart. Mm. Crazy. And now this, for some reason, Supernatural writers will be like, is anyone going to give Dean a heart issue? So the next thing that happens... 
is is they go um to the sheriff's office the sheriff asks them to take off their shoes and there's a long uncomfortable shot of them like of their feet as they're taking their shoes off and then they go into the office and there's another long uncomfortable shot of the sheriff like after shaking their hands putting on hand sanitizer this bit a little bit different this bit hits a little bit different in 2022 yes (laughs) it does it does but it's just like the framing of it like they really like they go hard with the foley of like the wet like squishy Squishy hand sounds as he puts the hand sanitizer on it like lingers it's like 10 seconds and it's just like the boys looking at each other it's wild It's a little bit weird. The point like, is, like, later... it's, it's setting up that, like, he's, you know, paranoid already. He's, he's sick. He's scared. And he's so also he's, already paranoid, He's trying yeah. to get, you know, trying to keep his space clean because he's scared the way that Dean was scared of, like, random teenagers. But, yeah. like, <laughs> it's a weird scene. It is very But, yeah, but before that comes up, it's just, like, completely baffling. Yeah, it's just like, this is just a guy. Um, and then up... <laughs> Um, yeah, and then we'd get Dean being like teenagers, ah, which immediately I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is they're literally in this like episode? seventh what? graders? Yeah, it's like there's some kids having fun, and Dean's like, I don't like to look at those teenagers, and I'm like, huh? Wait, before the teenagers, and yeah, again it later is, it, it makes is very sense, funny that he's all like teenagers just... living shit out of me for a minute, but um, while they're still so talking true. to the sheriff, if I can go back for a second, um, yeah, <laughs> he says, me and Frank, we were friends, hell, we were gamecocks, and Dean like snorts. Um, oh he's yeah, like, yeah that was talks. our softball team's name, and he's like trying to keep a straight face. Now he's like, okay, okay. Um, and then the sheriff goes, Frank was a good man, and he goes, yeah, big heart. <laughs> I should so also say funny. that the sheriff says that gamecocks are majestic animals. It's he does. It's very um, the the opposing team la- is the corn later- jerkers. Like, what the fuck were David yes, Laughlin doing? Thank you. Here? I was about like, to get there. I was about to get there. Literally. The corn jerkers. Were you just like sports are home or Country girls hell. make do. Were you trying to make a point? Like what was happening with the team names? You could have gone for anything. So- men I who mean, play softball the, are gay the... as hell, I guess. Softball makes you corn jerk. It's a. It's Why a brick are you joke. handling They're doing men's a brick joke because like. <laughs> What's what? How do you? What do you mean? It's a brick joke. What does this have to do with bricks? Wait, uh, you. Do I have to explain what a brick joke is? Yes! Yeah. Unless you'd like me to Google it. Okay. So you know when a comedian is doing like a 40-minute comedy set and they open with a joke at like in the first minute and they tell the joke and are like, ha ha, like do the punchline. And then near the end or maybe halfway through the set, they tell a different joke and it has the same punchline uh, or connects back to that original okay. joke. That's a brick joke. Okay. It's named after a joke. It's named after a co- uh, comedy routine where, or not a routine, but like a old, an old pair of jokes um, that um, basically, hold on, uh, can I? No, it's too long. It, it's a joke about someone buying bricks and then a joke about an airplane. Um, and then the brick at the end of the brick buying joke, he throws a brick into the air and then the joke is over. And then later the brick falls in a second joke. Mm. So it's like you set up a punchline and then deliver on it way later in a way that comes out of nowhere, but like connects back to it. I see. And so the Gamecock joke connects back to the Corn Jerkers joke because the, the, the fu- I'm like sitting here explaining comedy in the most boring way possible. No, I get it. It makes sense now. I get it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah it's it's very silly um it's 
just a dick joke, but I thought the way it tied back into thing, the way they like called back to Gamecocks, I did think it's, was funny. No, it is very funny. Were they Gamecocks? No, corn jerkers. <laughs> this is the anyway. anti-gay slurs. <laughs> is he, you know, a corn jerker? A corn jerker. <laughs> was he limps my wrist a Gamecock? Um, yeah. Anyway. So they go talk they... to Mark. <laughs> They go talk to Snake yeah. Man. I love I love Mark. Um, I wish we get another. Ch- <laughs> I just want to call out that we get another Chupacabra reference. So if you remember a while ago, when I was like, "It'd be fun if they fought a Chupacabra on the show at some point," and you guys were like, "I don't know, is there?" And like we googled it, and then Emma, I think it was you who mentioned like, "Oh, a Chupacabra gets mentioned mm-hmm. again." I think this is the episode where Chupacabra gets mentioned yep. again. Well, it sure does. I would be inclined to agree. Um, anyway, and, uh, Mark says that Frank in high school probably taped half the butt- town's butt cheeks together, and Dean snorts again. Like he's such a baby in this one. Um, the they were like, "What scared? What scared him?" And Mark says, uh, "Witches." And they're like, "Huh?" And he says, "Well, Wizard of Oz was on TV the other night, right?" And he said that green bitch was totally up to get him. Not a fan of the bitch, but. Uh, then he says, everything else scared him. Al-Qaeda, ferrets, artificial sweetener, those Pez dispensers with their dead little eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good list of things that you wouldn't necessarily... like. It's, it's Yeah. Um, and then the snake in Dean's lap is also a classic moment. Uh-huh. She smells fear. Yeah, don't be scared of Donnie. He's a sweetheart. It's Marie you gotta look out for. She smells fear, and then we see a snake crawling over the top of the couch and into Dean's lap. It's, it's very good. It's so good. I wish I had all of the reptiles that Mark yeah. does. Yeah, shout I out to Mark, living his great. best life, surrounded. His, I, I could smell the inside of his house, like the humidity <laughs> is obvious. <laughs> smells like the reptile section of PetSmart. Yeah, exactly. It has, he's, it's like, um, he has green walls and like a, I don't know if it's a real tree or a potted, like a fake tree, but there's a tree in the corner. He's got like little fish tanks. It's a nice set. I want to know what his job is, where he he can afford living in this house, presumably, this nice big house, presumably by himself and look after so many animals. He's probably, maybe he's a breeder. Maybe he's not by himself. Maybe he's mad money in in reptile Mm. breeding. You don't know. Maybe Maybe. he has a gay little roommate. It's true. (laughs) It's just like, you know, there's a recession happening. <laughs> um, so then we get the boys doing their little case info dump in the car. Um, Dean is scratching at his arm for foreshadowing. Um, and they, they say, like, there's no EMF, hex bags, or silver, so probably no ghosts, witches, or demons. <laughs> Three down and 97 to go, which is cute. You know, it is frustrating when they start off on a case. We just usually get, like, the fast-forwarded version. Um, so I like that little, like, glimpse into how annoying the cases usually are and then he does like extremely safe driving mm-hmm. and like notes that himself uh-huh. like he's like did i just say that that was kind of weird yeah <laughs> am i haunted he's just a little guy uh, i'm I the am i haunted line was pretty yeah. good jackal's delivery is good jackal's is just chewing up some scenery this one they were like go wild he, just just I, do whatever yeah you're the other it's like i don't know the joke gets a little bit old but I think Jackals does a good job selling it. Uh, the bit where he runs, he just books it and uh-huh. runs away was really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way it lingered on him running into the distance and Sam's just like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, he's not running like, he's he's not yeah, doing like the Chris Evans run where like 
you know, good form. He's like flailing running. Yeah, he's flailing a little bit. He's fucking Scooby-Doo and Shaggy running. (laughs) Yes, yes. He is hauling some ass. There's also a silly bit where um, Sam's like, it's ghost sickness. And Dean goes, ghost sickness. Sam says, yeah. Dean says, God, no. Sam says, yeah. Dean says, I don't even know what that is. Like, it's cheap, but it works. It's, it's. It's so fucking it's stupid. So dumb. This yeah. show is so dumb, you guys. The 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 thing that drives me crazy is they could have just done ghost sickness. Like it's felt like whatever. Like that's how it works. But they also had to bring in the buru buru. I like why? Why do the two things? Why why it do is two? It's so weird to make the claim about fear that like Luther's brother, I forget his name, talked about, and then still do this. I'm. Hmm. I can't get to this ahead of time, but why? Why did they do this? Also, I want to point out that the the so yellow fever title of this episode. Uh, yellow fever is a type of disease, but also it's a racist term for someone being attracted to someone else of Asian descent. Um, it's mm-hmm. bad. Uh, don't like it. And the, I figured when they named the episode that it's like, oh, it's just they're just it's an illness. That's why they're doing it. But the ghost is Japanese. Yeah, they're making yeah. a joke about like cowardly fever, like yellow belly. But like the yeah, the Orientalism yes, that's is why still I thought definitely that was, that's why... bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like they thought they were so clever to make this pun, and it's like, no, you're just racist. Yeah. They just didn't. They didn't have to do the buru I don't. It serves no purpose. It serves the purpose of making like it I would so rather them re-traumatize this ghost. That's not how you. There's no info anywhere about that's how you exercise a buru buru. <laughs> they could have just made up a ghost. They could have just done a regular old ghost. This episode is so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I guess I'll bring this up now, like fully research. Yeah, it's um. As I was saying, it's it's hard to find info on like obscure ghosts in other cultures in general. Um and like Japan has the the side note of also the internet being full of weeaboos. Mm-hmm. And so it's like there are lots of people like writing and talking about vurus but in a like amateurish way that I don't know, like that I don't have any like cited academic sources for. Um, but in the amount of research I was able to do, um, yeah, there's nothing about this being its weakness, but other than that, it checks out, Buruburu is the Japanese onomatopoeia for shivering, uh, so it's like, the, it's literally a shiver ghost, uh, and it is a ghost about fear and makes you feel fear in the same way that the ghost sickness makes you, like, feel fear, and I don't know why they didn't just go with the ghost sickness, because, like, I'm obviously the guy was scared when this was happening. They could have just tied that into the ghost sickness and gone with that as the concept, but they, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, I'm, I'm re- gesturing with contempt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like, this could have been a good, this is another one of those like small town drama ghost episodes that I generally mm-hmm. like. Like the the way this is unearthed, the fact that it's a sheriff again, just mm-hmm. like way back in Dead in the Water. Like there's some stuff there, and like the fact that it's like the the way that town bullies when they are young, like grow up to still be um to like 
have their crimes forgiven but still be like shitty people you know it's there's stuff there like there's there are themes in this episode but it does them so badly Andrew Dab. god killing this man okay so speaking of the shitty people line um San- Dean goes, why me? Why not you? You got hit with a spleen juice. And Sam says, mm. Bobby and I have a theory. Turns out all the three victims shared a certain uh, personality type. Frank was a bully. The other two victims, one was a vice principal. The other was a bouncer. Basically, they were all dicks, which is a pretty generalized statement. I mean, those are careers. But, <laughs> I mean, those are, like, positions of authority. So I will accept that his his conclusion that, like, they're more likely to be the kind of person who would seek out power over others. I'll allow it. But then, like, Dean goes, so you're saying I'm a dick? And Sam goes, no, no, it's not just that. All three victims used fear as a weapon, and now this disease is just returning the favor. And Dean says, I don't scare people. And Sam says, Dean, all we do is scare people. And Dean says, okay, well, then you're a dick, too. And Sam says, apparently, I'm not. Like, what is the consistency there? Are you just trying to be a Dean I, anti? Like, what, I don't know. what is your actual claim? You didn't say anything. You just talked know. in circles and said, well, I guess Sam is a nice person and Dean is a jerk. Like, that that's your whole claim? What's your evidence here? It's so weird. It's just such weird characterization. Like, Dean is a jerk. Yeah, if you want to actually make that claim, then make that claim. But still, yeah. It's time to quote Eric Kripke. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Go for it. Um, I've never before responded directly to the fandom's comments about an episode, and I don't plan to make a habit of it, but I couldn't resist dropping in a thought about Yellow Fever, which is this. Dean is not a dick. None of the writers or anyone on the creative team of Supernatural think Dean's ever been a dick, past, present, or future. He's a hero. Uh Dean did not contract the ghost sickness because he's a dick. Victims contract the illness because they use, quote, fear as a weapon, unquote. Dean asks Lilith at the end of the episode, why did I get infected? And she cryptically responds, you know why. Listen to your heart. We, as the writers, probably should have emphasized this mystery more. I take responsibility for that omission. But the point is, the reason he was infected is because of a secret he's keeping. A dark secret that will be revealed in episode 10. And not at all because of any dickishness. Oh, okay. I know what it is now. But that was bewildering for a moment. I don't know which episode that is, but I figured (laughs) out what the secret is. I was like, what the fuck is this talking about if not queer dean and then i realized what it's actually talking about but jesus christ that was okay that was a process for me okay so there is no way in the world for you to watch this episode and go oh "Oh, dean is hiding something about like a dark past where he used fear as a weapon like you don't have any way of knowing that it's just baffling it doesn't read as foreshadowing at all but no, in hindsight no, and with that quote, thank you, Wyatt, I finally understand what the hell this episode was supposed to be trying to say. Okay. Oh, okay, so yeah, it is referencing that something. in concept, but they didn't put it on the page. You had to have Eric Kripke come down from on high and be like, hey, this is what this episode was supposed to say. That just means it's bad writing, babes. <sighs> yeah. Why did they let him be showrunner? He can't write. Literally. Why? Um, then then Sam was like, hey, why are you waiting out here by the car anyway? And Dean looks up at the hotel and goes, our room's on the fourth floor. It's high. <laughs> He's just a little guy. Mm-hmm. And Sam guy. very sweetly is like, I'll see car. if I can move us down to the first. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. His car is his baby. It's where he feels That's safest. It's his comfort zone. His safe space. Oh, speaking of which, the way that Dean continuously uses alcohol as a coping mechanism in this episode... It's, yeah, whew. yeah. He literally drinks. He takes a big fucking chug of that bottle. Yeah, like that's a lot of fucking whiskey, bro. And like 
Jackals does a good job of playing it off because he like and sorry, I shouldn't do that on the air. He gags and like coughs and goes. Ugh. That also wasn't a very good noise. <laughs> I'm trying to imitate it without like triggering anyone's misophonia here. Um, but like he does a good job of selling it. But it's like holy shit, bruh, that's a lot of booze in one swig. He drank a whole bottle in like one in, like half an hour. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, it's not good for it's Dean. Not. It's not bad writing. No. Yeah, exactly. It is mm. bad writing, so never follow up on this. Yes. Yeah. Like, if you're going to write a character who has a problem, you should probably address the problem or treat it as a problem that you aren't addressing the problem. But no, it's fine. You can just stick him on a nail and send him to heaven. <clears throat> God, Andrew Dab, I'm good. Oh! Mm. <laughs> I just realized you were referencing the finale. <laughs> I hate this show so much. I hate much. this fucking show. The, the like, epic highs and low of Supernatural is watching Monster Movie and then immediately Yellow Fever. It's so bad. It's so, so good true. and then it's so bad. Society of Ben Edlund ever got to be showrunner. God. Yeah. Mr. Edlund, we miss you. <laughs> come back. Don't come back. Go to the prequel. Yeah, keep Jackals in line. <laughs> The prequel's gonna need some high concept stuff, right? Yeah. So I hope so. Um, for all our sakes. This clock that Dean breaks, I saw in a listicle. Apparently, appears in almost every episode. Um, like in the background, it's not like featured prominently, but like it's a fun like Easter egg prop, I guess. They love that fucking clock. Yeah, it is a pretty fun looking clock. It's like spiky. Mm-hmm. It's very much a motel room clock. Yeah. And then the the words in the book changing. It says "gonna cry." You're dying again, it's, loser. Baby yeah. gonna cry. Little it's baby gonna so cry. fucking funny. It's so funny. It's so Dean funny. Dean takes so many L's in this episode, and I fucking love it. Yeah, this episode is a win for Dean girls and Dean aunties, just because like Solidarity. he's such a loser. Thinking about Dean's dark secret. LMAO! Anyway, um, Dean's like, oh, yeah, it's awesome. Nice to have my head on the chopping block again. I almost forgot what that feels like. It's been like, well, it's been 40 years of hell, and then it's been a few months of back in the real world. It's. I. His life is it, so fucking so, tragic. Is that real? Yep. Yeah. Because Lilith no, is not. Lilith was telling the truth about Because he his hallucinated own that. He experienced yeah. 40 years down there. Mmm, that's true. Yeah. So this is his, like, repressed thoughts getting yeah, awakened the same way that like his sam hallucination is dean's fears that puts sam that puts sam's one year in the time loop to shame i suppose which is crazy yes, because the six months in mystery spot where dean is dead presumably dean was in hell during that time and then just cast didn't save him um so he was there for 60 years well, i guess that's okay but so like mystery spot like, timeline doesn't make any sense so it's fine yeah, like, I feel like it's isolated. Like, I was talking about when we did that episode, like, whether Dean even actually existed. Yeah, um, like, that was a yeah. weird, like, in that spoof timeline in that, that didn't timeline. necessarily actually yeah. happen, so to speak. So, like, it's fine that it doesn't match up with later canon establishment, but, like, in if like in theory, it's crazy, but it's fine. It's so, anyway, Dean spent about, 40 yeah. years in hell, and we will continue to learn about that time, but... It wasn't four months, baby. It was 40 fucking years. 
Just as a fun fact, he dies at 42 years old, so just a fun <sighs> fact. Just a fun little fact. <sighs> yeah. Um, where are we? Um, baby gonna cry. <laughs> we are, in fact, a baby gonna cry. Um, actually, no, right after... Head on chopping yeah, block. Yeah, head on the chopping block. He says it's freaking delightful. Yeah. Um, like and then he, he, like, coughs up the wood chip. Uh, and Sam says, we've been completely ignoring the biggest mm. clue we have, you. And he goes, like, very sulky. He goes, I don't yeah, want to be a clue. <laughs> He's just a little yeah. guy. He doesn't want to be a clue. Just the the wiki points out is probably a Seinfeld reference. Is it? I don't want to be an oh. ex. Okay. Yeah, Jerry fair. says says that all the time. I don't want to be a Switzerland. That's very weird, but I, I would believe it. <laughs> I would, too. I don't want to be a chicken. I don't want to be a Yeah, duck. I didn't catch that at the time, but but I've watched a decent amount of Seinfeld. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Let's see if it feels like a thing Dean would reference. Good. He's just a little guy. Um. So then they go to the lumber mill, and Dean takes a swig before he goes in, and he goes, it's a little spooky, isn't it? He's... I keep saying this, but he's so cute and pathetic. Literally. He's just a, like a little man. The way, the way he says, "I'll man the flashlight." Yeah, I fucking love you, dude. There's um, this cat scene is really funny because like cat jump scares are like a horror movie classic, uh -huh. right? And generally, they do make you jump. Like the really famous one in Alien, mm -hmm. uh, -huh. uh, is like super super jumpy. But like this is there's no like tension framed here at all. I mean, there's a little bit, but like not in the way that you would normally uh, build tension for a jump scare in a horror movie. Yeah. And so the cat is not a jump scare for anyone but Dean, and they deliberately like frame it flatly. Um, like They don't emphasize it in the way that you would for a jump scare. It's just funny. It's, it's like so a funny um, uh, deflationary yeah. move. It's so good. He just goes the like, ah, for like a really long time. Yeah. He just screams. And then yeah. he goes, that was scary. Yeah, I'm in it's love so with him. Cute. He's so stupid. He's really cute in this episode. Shout out to Jackals. Yeah, they should have made Dean more pathetic more often. So true. They they can take their hero down a peg or two. Don't make a peg joke. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was trying to figure out a way, but I knew there wasn't gonna be one, so I I wasn't gonna. Yeah, but it's important to me that you know that. <laughs> Um, oh, also, we forgot. Back when they were talking to Mark, they introduced themselves with some fake names that I immediately forgot, and um, he goes, like, Aerosmith. So they got busted it's again. Ace oh, yeah. Yes. Angus yes. and Young. Yeah. That popped yeah. into my brain. No, wasn't that in Monster Movie? I remember what the week it is, but I can remember that. Because I'm pretty sure Jamie calls him Agent Young. Yeah, that was last episode. Well, yeah, they're using the same, they're using the same no, ones. No, this one, they're Agent Tyler and Perry. Oh, right. Right, Tyler Perry. Right. Flexing on you guys by actually checking the trivia page. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good job. Mm -hmm. No, and this is why I was confused because Angus and Young is ACDC. Yeah. Bad rock. Anyway, then they're back at the sheriff's office. Deputy Linus, like, talks to Sam about the file and whatever. Um, Can we talk about and, this gay little and, deputy? What? Can we talk about this gay little deputy? Yeah, literally, this this guy yeah, shows this up in like all the A and Bs of Dean hitting on men, um, or being flustered at being That's hit on good. by men, because it's so. He gives like the goofiest little smittenest smile. Yeah, 
And then Dean is like drunk, Dean, right? This is so what Dean it's is like. Just like being like a little bit goofy in the background um, while Sam talks to him. And then Sam like walks off and Dean goes, you know what? You're awesome with like a little point and like smile. And he gives a like slow flustered look and goes, thanks. Um, you too, I guess. Like they're, they're like exchanging. They're having a little moment. Yeah. It's it's insane. Is, like why This is what it's did, like to yeah. be complimented as a man. This is going in his permanent Aww. memories. <laughs> He's gonna remember that weird drunk FBI guy. Yeah. Yeah. This guy this guy shows up along with like Aaron and Victor and Ash in like the list of why did they do that if not? Yeah. Oh I uh, sorry. This uh episode's alternate title is Dean has an anxiety disorder. Yeah, no. I I literally turned around in my chair and I looked at Alex and I said, "Is this what I was like before I started taking Prozac?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dean. Dean, like as they start going to talk to um, Luther's brother, does he have a first name? It's just Mister Garland. Um, I don't um... see a first name, but um, he's like, "This isn't gonna work. These badges are fake. What if we get busted? We could go to jail." And Z- Sam's like, "Take a deep breath." Mm-hmm. He's he's so it's little, and then he sad. like hands, he they you know walk over and he says let me see some ID and Dean gives like Sam like this panicked glance and Sam very calmly goes certainly, and Dean while Mister Garland is examining them goes those are real obviously I mean who would pretend to be an FBI agent huh that's just nutty he's such like it's very cute it's, I enjoy yeah. the stupid Dean writing in this episode um his name's John. Um, this conversation is a lot. Uh, yes. Yeah. So um, this is where John Garland recites the plot of Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why his name is Tell John. Tell me you read Of Mice and um, Men in high school without telling me you read Of Mice and Men in high school. I did a lesson plan on Mice and Men. Uh, Luther, Luther is Lenny, which would make uh, the um, the guy who's killed uh, Frank uh, Curly. And the woman who he was, what was what was her name? She had a name, unlike uh, Curly's wife in Mice and Men, who does not have Jessie. a name. Um. Oh yeah, Jess. Yeah, Jesse making Jeff Jesse Curly's wife. Um. Except. Uh, yes. <laughs> Luther liked to draw also, which is cute. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, big, big, tough, big, tough-looking guy has like a um. Like gentle hobby, like drawing things. He's a good. He was a good yeah. artist. Mm-hmm. I was very mad at Sam when he started ripping those up. Yeah. Yep. Um. He says everybody was scared of Luther. They called him a monster. So even though he is completely human, here is, uh, you know, people versus monster. Um, kind of like this isn't the Winchesters calling Luther a monster as a person, but now that he is a ghost and evil, he is a monster. So. The fact that people called him a monster made him a monster, which is nuts as it's like on its own. Um, and then John says a lot of people failed Luther, which is um interesting way of framing it. Um, he says he was too big, too mean looking, just too different, which is also again like, but also like it's so I don't know, I don't want to say lazy, but like it's it's very obvious, you know. Mm-hmm. It the this episode is literally what if mice of mice and men, but ghost yeah what if the guy from of my cement needed to be ends. killed again sorry for the of my cement spoilers i guess <laughs> yeah um i think frank's method of killing luther reminded me of 
um, Achilles and Hector. Although that's not how Hector died. It's just afterwards. But like, mm. it definitely had those vibes of like the, um, in this case, misplaced anger. But like the, the overreaction of like cruelty. Um, yeah. I have no idea how accessible what I just said was to anybody who doesn't live in the specific corner of my brain in, uh, was it the Iliad or the, I guess it must have been. Yeah. Whichever one has has yes the the Achilles Iliad is the one it. about Troy yeah. um after yes. Hector killed Patroclus um Achilles killed Hector and like dragged his body around behind his chariot for a really long time until like they finally reclaimed his body or something yeah. so like that that's what this reminded me of and like that was you know Achilles like fatal flaw or whatever his pride etc that was like not framed as a good thing for Achilles to do and obviously this was not a good thing for Frank to do um yeah. But also, I guess, diversity win if, like, it was Frank's anger about his wife's death and Achilles' anger about his, his boy toy's death. Uh, I guess? <laughs> diversity win the guy dragging you behind his chariot is queer. No. Uh, anyway, um, Sam says you must have hated Frank O'Brien for, you know, murdering your brother. And John says, I did for a long time, but life's too short for hate and Frank wasn't thinking straight, etc., etc. Um that's fear that it spreads and spreads sense. which is like no. what so you just like forgave him and then like the the fact that like fear is framed as like the enemy and a hateful force and you know a bad thing and then and then the rest of the episode oh, yeah god yeah rattling andrew deb's brain in his skull literally i don't know what this episode is yeah. trying to say so then, okay you wanted to go to dean yeah, um, Dean's like, hunting a ghost, who does that? Uh, Sam says, us, and Dean says, us, right. And that's Sam, this is exactly why our lives suck. I mean, come on, we hunt monsters, what the hell? I mean, normal people, they see a monster, they run. And us, no, 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 we search out things that want to kill us, yeah, huh, or eat us. You know who does that? Crazy Classic. people. We are insane, you know? And then there's the bad diner food and the skeevy motel rooms and the truck stop waitress with the bizarre rash. I mean, who wants this life, Sam, huh? Seriously? Do you actually like being stuck in a car with me eight hours a day every single day i don't think so and i mean i drive too fast i listen to the same five albums over and over and over again i sing along i'm annoying i know that and you you're gassy you eat half a burrito you get toxic i mean you know what and then he throws sam the keys and says you can forget it and he leaves yeah he and says he's done the with the keys. monsters and the hellhounds and the ghost sickness and the dim apocalypse like he's right this life sucks um also nice continuity from james i mentioned a while ago He's he, yeah. I'm annoying. I know uh, that. But it's like the 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 his he is under the influence of something, and it's unclear how much we should take what he is saying for what he really thinks. Particularly considering what he said to Jamie last episode. But like, yeah, we have no strong access to Dean's like internal thoughts and feelings. We can only interpret and. This being a show written by different people who have different interpretations of Dean makes that more difficult. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, dialectics, you can hold multiple uh, opinions that are separate from each other simultaneously. Yeah, I don't really trust Andrew Dobbs' I opinion, feel like both but I do of what... think that Dean has this, like, fear, you know, somewhere in him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much there's to dig into here, but I did mark this down. It's like, this mm -hmm. is interesting. This is whenever the show talks about its themes. I'm like, okay, I'm paying attention. Uh, and then yellow-eyed yellow Sam, Sam is so is good. Like, 
scary. At He's him. like, you get out of my yeah. brother, and Sam goes, no one's possessing me, Dean. This is what I'm gonna become, which is like such this a tasty parallel become, off yeah. of the. Um, the three ten dream a little yeah. dream of me. You're gonna die, and this is what you're gonna become. Like demons are the mm-hmm. end all be all. That Dean is scared that he's gonna become. That he's scared Sam is gonna become. Um, and now that he knows about like Sam's demon blood, he's he's like focusing all that fear towards Sam becoming evil. It's <sighs> yeah. Because now Dean's out of hell. Now Dean's on, you know, God's side. Now Dean mm-hmm. has angels telling him that Sam's on a dangerous demonic path. Yeah. Dean doesn't have to worry about becoming a demon himself mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Also, specifically, Sam's saying, it's about damn time. You've been a real pain in my ass. Like, he's so scared of Sam not wanting him around. Mm-hmm. He's just so lonely. Yeah. Thinking about Stanford or Dean. And Dean's I watching Gumby. Down. <laughs> anyway. Don't you watch this Yeah, Sam tells Dean, just write y'all out the remember, trip. Y'all remember back when you didn't... <laughs> y'all remember back in the kids and all right, where you did, you were like, who's Pokey? There's Pokey. Points at screen, oh, that's Pokey. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Is Gumby owned by the same network? Is this why they can reference Gumby so explicitly and then show Gumby on TV? I don't know, I mean, I don't know what's up with that. Thundercats, so... They have. Well, isn't that? I, also I mean, Thundercats. Thundercats is worn, owned oh. by Warner Brothers. Okay. Um, Gumby is I'm owned by Fox. Gumby Warner Brothers. That's not Warner Brothers. Wait, wait. I thought Fox bought Warner Brothers. Wait, wait. Well, hold on, hold on. Gumby Images Fox Entertainment bought it in February of 2022, so they definitely didn't own it at the time. Yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers used to own Gumby. Why did Fox buy the rights to Gumby in February of 2022? What are they going to do to him? <laughs> I don't know. With plans to launch new series across linear and digital platforms while adding to yeah. the classic Gumby Fucking material available on its the new return of stream- Gumby. Not new, on its free streaming platform, Tubi. We live in intellectual property hell. <laughs> anyway, so that was Gumby. Gumby's never going to be in the public domain. <laughs> Um, there okay, is a, there is a good bit here where uh, Sam, you know, Bobby tells him about the the Buru lore, which we've discussed. Yeah. Um, and Sam says you can mm-hmm. read Japanese, and yeah. Bobby answers him in Japanese, uh, which the transcript doesn't say be- like what he says because he's I guess the transcript person didn't know Japanese. Bobby says I have I have since way before you were born, buddy. Yeah, which is great. Um, specifically, I I translated it that way because he uses kimi, which is the personal pronoun you would use for, or the second person pronoun you would use for someone you're close to, uh, which I thought it was pretty cute. cute. It's also this this bit got put in because Jim Beaver does in fact speak Spanish. See, speak Spanish. Wow, that's completely the wrong <laughs> word. Speak Japanese. Oh, Jim. Oh, he does speak Japanese. Okay, I was wondering about that because it's like, yeah, this is this is um. The the, I noted this down because Bobby speaks Japanese the way Bobby speaks in English. Like he speaks kind of informally. He like calls Sam the equivalent of buddy, um, and I thought that was cute. And I guess that's why is because Jim Beaver knew the like tonality to use as well as the correct words. That's fun. That's cool. I didn't know that's that. Great. Yeah, the way the way the way he says "dio" too, which is like giving it extra emphasis. Love these old men. <laughs> okay, should we talk about the resolution of this episode? 
Yeah, I mean, I'll, real quick, I like the little, as much as I'm, like, grumpy about the Brewer Brewer's inclusion in this, uh, I do like the book mm -hmm. Bobby has. There's, like, a cool old, like, um, woodblock style, like, print of the ghost. I like that. It has, like, a weird heart with, like, goop coming out. I don't know what the source of this image is. It has, like, big, like, spooky eyes, too. Yeah. Um, my next note after we've already talked about the Lilith hallucination. Um, I do like that scene. Yeah, it is good. I, I also think it's really yeah. cute just because, like, I like imagining the actors hanging out. Like, the... the Ba-boom! Yeah, it must be really fun for, like, he has to pretend to be scared of her, you know? Like, that's so cute. It must be so much fun for a little girl. Mm -hmm. Like, this grown man is like, ah, stay away from me! I think they must have had fun. Um, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And then... Like, while Sam is fighting with Luther, every time the camera's on Sam, there's, like, a very faint, very thin pink line at the bottom of the screen, but only for the Sam shots. Like, something was wrong with that camera. Weird. It was weird. Wait. On Netflix, at least. Oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah. No, yeah, it's there. Like, it's I not see very it. noticeable. It is there notice. if you look at weird. it. Um, Ace pointed it out, and I was like, oh, yeah, weird. I do see it. So, that is a thing. And then, and then Bobby and Dean and Sam all make fun of him. We are going to skip over the death scene for a minute. Um, they they make fun of him. It's really cute. He's adorable. Um, he's like, I'm fine. You want to go hunting? I'll hunt. I'll kill anything. And Bobby goes, oh, he's adorable. Yeah. It's so cute. Oh, they he's adorable. Him. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And Sam goes, so what did you see? And he says, besides a cop beating my ass, anti-cop Dean continues to win. Um, and yeah. pretends pretends that he saw howler monkeys instead of admitting to demon sam and lilith um, yeah and then he's like nah the usual stuff and takes a drink and then we see jackals play leg guitar so much episode in oh, this yeah. goddamn episode so back to the death scene like it's so pointlessly cruel to be like oh okay this this ghost was scared and murdered and now he's you know, taking revenge on people who killed him. And the only way to stop this ghost from killing people is to brutally tra re-traumatize him exactly the way he was killed yeah. the first time. Like, yeah. what? Using fear as a weapon yeah. gets this ghost to come after you. So you know what we should do? We should use fear as a weapon to solve use the problem. And literally just continuing the cycle of fear and violence. Literally. And it's just not a satisfying way to end it. And no. it doesn't paint. The, well, the hunters in a good light. It's so weird. It's um the same way they dealt with uh the guy in uh Dream a Little Dream yeah. of Me. Yeah. And it was bad in that too. But in that episode it was at least portrayed as like a messed up thing for Sam to do. Mm -hmm. I I think. Like we talked about this. We talked about how the framing was slightly unclear, but because of like the jokerfication of Sammy that is like has been happening, it made sense there and like I guess you could have it here too, Bobby's but like Bobby, involved. Bobby helps doesn't also. like the plan, and like but the he, framing. He's the one who does the dragon. No, he like doesn't he's, like. He's not like oh, Sam. He calls the plan stupid this. more than he exactly. calls it messed up. And yeah. all we get from it is uh, it was pretty brutal though. Not like yep. you know, it yep. sucked that we had to do that or whatever. Like, yeah. Which is weird, especially Don't considering like John Garland back in his monologue um, was saying um, a damn shame he had to put Luther through you know terror like he didn't have to he chose <laughs> yeah. to do that and so now the boys quote unquote have to do that well not the boys sam and bobby have, yeah. like it's it's so bad 
It's such a bad decision. Like, if you're going to make a claim about, like, the cycle of fear and violence, then you, why would you put a character in the middle saying, well, you know, the only solution is to break the cycle and then just not break the cycle uh, and not even try? Yeah. It's bad and it sucks. Well, Andrew Dab does not know how to break cycles. Jot that down. Mm. Bingo card. Ash makes a noise about the <laughs> Andrew Dab will see a tragedy and go, is anyone going to end this in the worst possible way and pretend it's a happy ending? Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> that was the end of bad my episode. notes. It's so bad. Bad, bad episode. episode. Bad episode. <laughs> Vintage Word of God cast. Uh, we got our, we, we got, we're at the point where we can make callbacks yeah. now. We love to see it. This is episode 30, right? Woo. We got to our next round number. Oh, yeah, it is. It's me. <laughs> Sadly blowing an air horn. Um, okay. I don't have any actor facts in this episode. Not even for Luther? I thought you would. I, like, assumed he would have done something nope. else now. All right. Sorry, Luther. No, I mean, I mean, they've done other things, but nothing noteworthy, oh, really. That's it. <laughs> Ending limply the way God. this episode ends. It's fitting. What a fucking episode. I don't want to end this episode by taking a drink and staring off into the distance. I want to end this episode by... Yeah. How did, how did that's what we're doing. End? Oh, I yeah. guess we can end this episode by playing leg guitar. It's true. It's true. Yeah, that's true. You know what? That's true. For as much as this yeah, show... For as much as, like, the ending of this episode sucks, we then get... Like a solid two minutes of Jackal's lip syncing to um, "Eye of the Tiger," you know, in a way that is almost certainly like a spur of the moment yeah. thing because, like, we hear the cast cracking up in the mm-hmm. background. It's so good. Um, yeah, I think it's, um, it's Bill really Screech's good. wiki page mentions that he's like most famous for leaving the cameras rolling for this bit. <laughs> <laughs> good, thank you, Mister Screecha. Um, next week. We talk about episodes seven and eight. It's the Great Pumpkin, Sam Winchester, and Wishful Thinking. Um, I remember jack and shit about these. Uh, it's the Great Pumpkin, Sam Winchester is a. That's the Halloween I mean, that that yeah, aired on Halloween, Halloween, right? Or like, sure. yeah, October thirtieth, two thousand eight. We get to meet the angel Uriel. <gasps> okay. Very okay. Uh, and then Wishful Thinking is another very famous memeable episode. Emma, oh, naturally, big ass fucking bear. And yeah, you know no, exactly I'm I'm on I the mean. wiki page. Okay. I yeah, there's there's yeah. a lot of things. I got it. Yeah, pretty. As I not a lot of plot, but fun episodes. Um, as I mentioned last uh last time, I'm very excited to see Robert Wisdom play an yeah. angel. Uriel, my beloved. Cat, and I love him. Yeah. Uriel, my beloved loathed. Yeah. Bevloved. <laughs> <Blue. laughs> he's a great he's a great character, but I hate his ass so much. So true. Love when characters um, are just dicks. Yeah, until next time. Anyway, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, am I ending recording? Leg guitaring into the into the, the ple- <laughs> Also please rate and review us on the podcast of your choice. Thank and you. Follow for us listening. on TikTok. Oh, sunshine! Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Now we're gonna play your guitar. Good night, everybody.
music used on Word of Godcast is The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share alike 3.0 international license. Find a link in the episode description.